I have told you a million times. <laughs> never ask the universe what's next because it will answer. Anybody. Of course, she's got that amazing leg strength. Yeah. She has to straddle that number 87 every night. And Dawn. Yeah, Uh-oh. if I start feeling bad for the Chiefs or life or something, I, I might change. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Got a few emails. The RAD at radradio.com. We will start us off here. I, 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 this has been the worst uh, Super Bowl Monday show to prepare. Oh, no. And I couldn't figure out why until just a few minutes ago. It, and I shouldn't have been surprised. I don't know why I was looking past it. It's because nobody agrees on anything. I know. Oh. Big surprise, oh. right? I, I, the, the commercials, like like the commercials, the, the, the same ones that make half of the best commercials list are the worst commercials Whoa. as well. No one agrees on the best commercial or the worst commercial. It, it, it's all over odd. the place. No one agrees on the halftime show. No one, no one agrees on the game. There's usually a winner on all of those. No, no, there ah. is that, that, and so I'm just trying to structure it, and, and I'm trying to give Brandon like a, like a guide of okay, these are the am I, I, no, there, there's like it, it's. We can't even come together. No. On fun things like a halftime show or commercials. And 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 same thing ah. with, with some of these emails as well. Uh, we'll start with this one from Meg. Shut up, Meg. Says sorry, uh, I came in hot there. <laughs> <laughs> says. Oh, Rob, I'm so brokenhearted that our oh. 49ers lost again. Ugh. It's 1 a.m., and I'm still drinking my sorrows away. Oh. Thank the gods I scheduled myself out of office tomorrow morning. Actually, it would have been this morning since it is 1.20 when you sent this. <laughs> so I can listen to my beloved Rad family in peace five hours from now and nurse my hangover and wounds from my bed. Today is a butt Monday indeed. <laughs> yeah. Hang in there. Oh. What am I, a cat on a tree? Yeah, you're, you're okay. <laughs> and uh, F the Chiefs. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know. I, I, I respect the Chiefs. I don't I don't F the Chiefs. But uh, I'm sorry you're so disappointed, Meg. I, I am really, really grateful that I am not a true sports fan because I, I would be awful at it. I like that game stressed me out. It because once I picked my team, I'm like I'm in it. It stressed me out. It made me mad. I literally had to leave the room some when the game was on at some points. And I'm like laughing, going, if I was a real sports fan, I would absolutely be that sports fan that ripped a shirt or just was being so ridiculous. Yeah. See, I feel like an elderly person having this job because as soon as that game went into overtime, I was like, God damn it. I got to stay awake longer. I'm ready for bed. I, I, like more of this torture. Oh, that was a torturous game. Uh, Chuck wrote in and said the Super Bowl was great. No, it wasn't. Uh, and not because of the outcome. I, I, this, see, this is what yeah. I mean. I, I, here's who had it right. The San Francisco Chronicle. The Super Bowl was a sloppy, mistake-filled affair that was mostly boring until the back-and-forth fourth quarter in overtime. Right? Mm. It was it was a it was a junk pile. It was a stupid game. Not because the Niners <laughs> lost. And the Niners <laughs> lost. Stop with yeah. this f the Chiefs thing. Oh. The Niners had multiple opportunities for yes. their defense to step up. That terrible decision to kick a field goal instead of going for it at fourth and four when they would have blocked the Chiefs all the way down in their own. Uh, end zone. It's just if if they wouldn't have made it, I, it was the, the the Niners lost again. No one except today 
on Mixed Picks uh, Sports Show at 10 a.m. with Steve Mickelson. Maybe maybe when Steve when we talk to Steve at 7:30 this morning, we'll get into it a little bit here. No one will be talking about what they should be talking about, which is maybe it's time for Kyle Shanahan to go down the road. Maybe he doesn't need to coach the 49ers anymore because he's been handed the most talented roster in the NFL for the last three to five years, and he can't win the big game. No one will talk about it. General Manager John Lynch will never fire him, but it's getting a little ridiculous. Yeah, more of my terrible sportsmanship when the game ended and they then they're going to do whatever, the award ceremony and the MVP stuff. And I'm like, who's the MVP? They played terrible. They didn't win this game. The Niners lost it. Yeah, the Niners. The, I mean, the, honestly. Kyle Shanahan, should have been, the head coach of the Niners, should have been named the MVP. <laughs> um, Chuck says, while it was sad that the 49ers lost, it was still an amazing game. I don't know what he was watching. It was stressful. Yeah. That's what it was. I don't know if you think stressful is amazing. The score was boring. It <laughs> took forever for them to score. It's like second quarter. What was it? 3-0 still? I'm like, God damn. Yeah. And and I mean, as a fan, it was never stressful. I knew the Niners were going to lose in overtime. It's it was you're, obvious. You're a good sports you, fan. You knew Patrick Mahomes was going to go all the way down and score a touchdown. And I, I said it to my wife. I said, they're not going to kick a field goal and keep the game going. Mahomes is going to score. And this is when they got the ball. It, because it, it, it was... With the little I have learned from y'all listening to you, I, I, I when it went into overtime, I was like, you're giving Mahomes a chance to have the ball? Even before that. I'm sorry. Before the game even went into overtime. Right. I'm like, what on earth are you thinking in giving him a chance to have the ball? This guy could do something from what I've learned in 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. That's how they tied it up. And then the the Niners got the ball in overtime, and when when they only kicked a field goal, that's when I knew the game was over. Um, Chuck says, uh, one thing that has been confirmed is that Dawn supporting the 49ers did cause them to lose. <laughs> oh, no. God. <laughs> Trust me, I'm that kind of fan. I felt like if I don't watch, this is why I would walk out of the room, if I don't watch, they'll do better. Because I was starting to feel bad for my husband. He's like you. He's like, really? And when he came upstairs, because I finished watching upstairs because it was basically the end and the fourth court, not the fourth, the overtime. And when he walked up, I'm like, are you okay? He's like, yes, I'm fine. I'm like, I'm not. Like, I even woke up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, and I was feeling somber. I just feel so bad for them. Uh, Why? They blew it. I know. They did. They they, honestly, they did. I feel so bad for them because – they should be the winners. And who won did not deserve to win. They, they, they're not the best. And I'm so tired of hearing about... Uh, the announcers would totally abandon... Uh, oh, my God. Who's the Chiefs guy? Quarterback? Mahomes. Mahomes. And then all of a sudden, he's the greatest thing that ever lived. And then they abandoned him. And then he's the greatest thing that ever lived. I, it was driving me insane. Pick, pick it. And then, oh, it just seems so painful for them to even have a compliment for the poor uh, 49ers quarterback. It's like, good grief. I thought, saying, they, uh, I thought they did a great job and I called know, a very fair game. Because you're a better sports I thought they were fan. really spot on with their analysis. And you know more than, than that stuff. <laughs> I'm like, uh, even at one point, I shouted. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm going to get ahead of things. But I have a lot of feelings today. Um, when a Taylor Swift was talking to the commissioner guy up in the box, oh I'm all God. fixed. There it is. I'm all, if, they, yeah. I'm all, if the Chiefs win, we know it's fixed. That did uh, that did blow up on social media where people were were basically oh creating conversations. 
about how the game was going to oh, be rigged yeah, and, like, yeah. and you know how you could think that after watching like, that game why is he in her box what, whoa hello <laughs> yeah. uh what what gave it away was it the big envelope filled with cash that goodell was sliding yeah. to taylor swift sure oh my gosh well i mean there was both sides both teams whoever who won you could say that was rigged because there was a cinderella story on both sides with taylor swift being involved with everything and then there's also on the Niner side the Kyle Shanahan and his son or his dad, sorry, I don't know his the father's name, Mike, Mike Shanahan, making that father son story with the McCaffrey thing. So if you were gonna have either team win, there was gonna be some form of oh, it's rigged because there's a story behind and it. There always is. I mean, there's always these nut jobs out there with this, especially with the Super Bowl, figuring out how it's how it was rigged. Uh, and uh, it's it, it again, I if you watch that game. How you could possibly think there was anything about it that was rigged? The refs let them play. I mean, you have to go all the way to the Niners were in on it. That's the only way that that you can. And and then why are you watching? Go outside. Once you start thinking it through, I mean, it, it here's the bipolar thing. When I said it, I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I can see how people can believe this stuff. And then I'm like, okay, this sounds ridiculous, but well, I I get it when you're like so they and they just really understand those thoughts they didn't bother to show the commissioner of the nfl who was meeting with dozens of celebrities they only showed him when taylor swift there were there were dozens of high profile celebrities at that game up in the luxury boxes and he was making the rounds that's what you do i did i started thinking he's probably going to say hi to everyone do a schmoozy thing thanks for being here whatever baka baka Yes, uh, the schmoozing. Yeah, and it happens every year. Still, uh, still nothing. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, this is from uh, Terrell. Hey, Terrell says, "I am so proud of my team. The Niners played the game they were supposed to. No, they didn't. No, in my opinion, it's so hard to deal with this loss right now, and not to, and not to be objective. I personally do not think Kyle Shanahan called the wrong game. You don't know anything about football, then, sir." My position will stand. The best team suffered the loss and was dealt a bad hand. Okay. I don't know how, why we have to cling to things like this. They've got the best roster. They weren't the best team. Jesus Christ. It's so were, stupid. There were all kinds of those yellow flaggy things for the Chiefs. It's not like only the well, Niners got The game was called perfectly. Yeah. There were, they let them play. That's how it should have been. Uh, we dominated, I guess, we being the, he's a member of the 49ers roster. <laughs> and then we stopped. I've been a Niners fan since Montana. I apologize for the grammatical errors. I'm devastated. This one hurts, God damn it. It's hard to take right now. Please, Rob, be objective, my fellow fan. Tell me the truth. I may be blinded to it. <laughs> Bleeding red and gold right now. Personally crushed. Oh. Forever and always a Niner yeah, fan. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can't help you on the the crush part. I don't. I don't get that uh, as much. I've been a fan since uh, the before the, when they drafted Montana and went whatever it was two and fourteen. And uh, but I don't get crushed over these things. And I, I think I've already kind of made it clear. But I, I don't think they played their best game i don't think shanahan called a good game and uh i i the the chiefs won the chiefs were the better team i don't know what to tell you man i i thought the niners truly were going to win and it was hard watching because you're thinking okay they're going to do good they're going to score here but at the same time you watch them they go don't even get a um a first down and what it took almost an hour and a half for them for them to even get another first down after their first quarter? Yeah, I mean, the, 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 it didn't surprise me the first half, uh, as Steve and I talked Friday about, that it was going to be a defensive battle. 
those are two really good defenses. The Chiefs have, a, have an extraordinary – it's the best defense Patrick Mahomes has ever had. Uh, and they, the only thing they, they aren't good at is the run defense. Uh, and the Niners were supposed to have the best defense in the league until, like, I don't know, week 14, and they just left town. Uh, and they stayed with Mahomes in the beginning and then couldn't stop him when they had to. Yeah, I was like, damn, both of these teams are stopping each other. Holy gamoly. It's like a battle between those two. And, and, and But then toward the end, not. I'm like, what? You can't be tired now. But you were stopping them in the beginning. What the hell are you doing? Why, why can you now not stop Mahomes when you have stopped him the whole friggin' game? That's how they've been playing since Christmas. It's, uh, That's frustrating. I, I, I mean, this is why I, I ultimately went ahead and, and I let Steve talk me into technically picking the 49ers, but I never really believed it. I, I just I, I never thought that they were going to pull this off because that defense has been so shaky for two months now. I mean, this is a compliment because my father was, God rest his soul, lifelong Raider fan, but I kind of felt like the, the Raiders, mm-hmm. where they do good and then they blow it. I don't know if they're still doing that, but there was a time like that's what would happen. Well, they don't do the good like, part. Oh, yeah. they don't do the good part no. anymore. <laughs> uh, this one just came in from Melissa. Says I'm oh, a man. diehard football fan, but that game was so boring. Thank you. <laughs> I know I'm just a feeble woman, but I really do love football. I'm even a single mom and watch football of my own volition every weekend. And last night, I literally left the Super Bowl party early. It was excruciatingly painful and boring. The most exciting part was when my son friend and I were at DQ eating ice cream and watching the Google updates of the fourth quarter and OT on the phone. Yawn. Mm, DQ. Oh, lucky you, because I found it stressful. <laughs> I didn't find it boring. Ah, God. <laughs> but what do I know of a good game? Right? I, it just Because when you want your team to win and it's not happening and it's so close. So you didn't do uh, that thing where you jump teams back and forth? No. <laughs> no? I Man, never you jumped. You stuck with I, the Niners the whole time? I was solid with the Niners. All right. I don't know. The Chiefs just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little annoyed with with uh, Kelsey guy. He just, uh, Oh, what did know. he do? I don't, he's just rubbed me the wrong way the last few days, even on his, the podcast. I, I, he, he is just, he's too full of himself. That moment that uh, Kelsey had when he got up in Andy Reid's yeah, face what was that about? on the sideline, I was like, dude, I'm done with him. Like, yeah. to, to show that much disrespect to his coach like that, I, I, you don't know what the situation is. Maybe it was warranted. <laughs> but it, it just it just rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, man, it's what I mean. I, I, am, I am living on another planet. It didn't bother you? I, no, okay. it's what happens in sports and okay. what's happened in football. Really? When you're a passionate player, yeah. and the thing, to answer Brandon's question, right. Kelsey was pissed that Reed had taken him out of the previous play, and then a fumble occurred, um. and Kelsey's saying, I'm the best blocker on this team. If He wouldn't have fumbled if I would have been in there, and he was pissed that he got one catch with one yard in the first half. It happens. Gotcha. I mean, thank you, but, for the, it, thank you for the explanation, but it doesn't change my view. Like, I normally do like when they show their testosterone and just like, it, it, but this was too much okay. for me. That, and, was, uh, hey. that right there was like, okay, now to me, because what you described, I do appreciate, but that, like I said, was uh, that was my that was my line, my boundary. Now you seem like a spoiled little brat baby that didn't get his way, and your ego got ahead of you. And maybe what it actually is is he knows he's a good player, and he really wanted to help the team. And this is the gosh damn Super Bowl. I just don't think you could you should act that way about it. You could feel that way, but you don't need to act like that. You shouldn't, but it happens all the time. <laughs> and and as Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey said themselves afterwards, there was nothing meant by it. Okay. They hugged and made. 
made up. Aww. Andy Reid knows him. They, they they both announced they're coming back next year. Neither one of them's retiring. So who knows what that'll do to Jason Kelsey? Is he going to play another year so yeah. they can go to the Hall of Fame together? I don't know any of that uh. yet. Um, but but the internet exploded over Travis Kelsey because of his temper tantrum. Uh, and now people are people are saying that's a big red flag for uh, Taylor Swift. She needs to run because of his temper. What? No, no, that's <laughs> that's on the field. Uh, let's see. Uh, on social media, here's a few that caught my eye. You don't get to ape up someone all aggressive like that just because you're frustrated. Taylor, this is a big red flag. Well, no, I disagree. Another with that. one said Travis Kelsey is a red flag. That aggression is not what Taylor needs. Uh, somebody else said Travis Kelsey just ran up on one of the greatest coaches in NFL history and shoved him during the Super Bowl. Red flag, Taylor, and on and on. Oh, and okay. On. I I don't agree with any of that. I, I I I have the ability to separate the two. I I don't think he then goes into his life like that. Um, Andrea disagrees. Says, "What are your thoughts on Travis Kelsey when he body shoved the coach?" Shouting at him, I'm wondering if he has a temper behind closed doors. Okay, wondering yeah, if he has a temper behind closed doors is, I, I mean, it, that one's a little more tame than people thinking he does absolutely treat her this way. Him having a temper behind closed doors could be with anybody. Well, I mean, you know, I, who knows? Doesn't everybody have a temper? Right, at some point, right? It's, it comes and goes. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just a matter of how angry you get, what you get angry at, how often I mean, it comes up. Listen, uh, what do I know? I've never met the guy. He doesn't seem like this kind of person in his day-to-day life. I just don't like that he allowed himself to himself to go there and do that. Okay. I, I, Again, like you said, it does happen. I, it does. And, and I, I mean, do give people grace for that, that it does happen. I just didn't like seeing that. Yeah, okay. But I, it, yes, and as I said, it's not it's not the best moment. It happens. This psychoanalysis, though, of yeah. of how he does or doesn't behave, we have no idea. And I mean, it, it, you get it to a, a very dark place when you start talking about the NFL's history of players and women. Yeah. There have been way too many, you know, beatings and other abusive things. And I, I yeah, I'm look, not going there until we know. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Would you be okay with it if me or Brandon came up to you and checked you like that? If we were no. like, hey, no, oh. no, no. No, you Rob, you would be out immediately. You yeah. said you weren't okay with it, but you understand it happens. It happens in football. It happens yeah. in sports. Absolutely. It's it, it doesn't. It's not okay that it happens, but it happens. And the fact that Andy Reid and and Travis Kelsey immediately both said we hugged it out. Everything's fine. I, I'm betting. I'm I'm betting Travis Kelsey probably pulled him aside in the locker room at halftime because he didn't want to watch that terrible halftime show. <laughs> and he, and he, <laughs> Sorry, did I let my opinion out too early? And oh, and probably said, sorry, coach. You know, I was just heated. And Andy Reid said, don't worry about it. And off they went. No, you, you didn't speak about it too soon because I did have to take little notes of positives I could pick because I was so bored with the halftime show. Again, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I appreciate that you saw it that way, as, as I did. Uh, but, boy, I'm being told but by I, lots I, of people. I'm sorry. I was right in the middle of a thought. You were, sorry. Uh, that it was, it was exactly the halftime show we needed. So I, I'm not sure what, how that, that jives, but maybe that means I don't, I don't need certain things in my life. Um, Derek says, there's already a meme with the picture of Travis yelling at Andy Reid, and it says, quote, this is what uh, Travis is saying, we have to win or Taylor's going to break up with me and write a song about it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know. Okay, okay, this is from Philip. Hey, Philip. Says, do these people think that Taylor Swift got where she is without throwing a temper tantrum? Please, everyone that is successful in some manner has to show that they know their own worth in some way. Right. Exactly. It's just because it was caught on TV for 120 yeah, million I Americans. Yeah, I see it. 
Uh, Rodney says Travis Kelsey was upset because if they didn't win, he would have been the subject of a future Taylor Swift album. Okay. <laughs> a lot of that. Oh, he will be. <sighs> yeah, it's still going to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Williams says, I think it's hilarious that these diehard fans get so devastated over their teams losing. Newsflash, idiots. You're not part of the team. The players don't know or care who you are from Adam. Get a life. Ha ha. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, hopefully they get over it today. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I hope. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, you're yeah. already waking up in the middle of the night angry. I think it's going to no, take fans no, no, a little no. longer. Bummed. Okay. Sad. Okay. <laughs> The sad shuffle to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm how they're feeling waking up. Adam says, Rob, what was a red flag about Travis Kelsey is what he wore to the game, that full black sparkly suit. Yeah, I expect that of him, though. Did thank you, thank you, Mr. Blackwell. Did he yeah. borrow it from Usher? <laughs> uh, Nicholas says the only exciting point was Kelsey yelling at Reed. Such a boring game. The 49ers need to bring in Bill Belichick. Oh, I, I, I said that Friday. Uh, on the Mixed Pick Sports Show that uh, if Shanahan couldn't win the big game yet again, the Niners should consider. But, again, it's not going to happen. They're, they, they're not going to move on from Kyle Shanahan. He and General Manager John Lynch attached at the hip, and I don't see the York family who owns the Niners cleaning house. Uh, they're just going to keep letting the Niners get that far and lose. Uh, let's uh, play Win Rob's Change. We've had two guesses, and, I mean, really two clues, uh, and, 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 and I really think we should get a winner today. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18 gets the winner of change. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Welcome back to the Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. Remember, you have choices, and this is the one you made. Get help. A couple emails, rad at radradio.com. First is from a better class of Rad Radio listener watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. Her name is Amber. Hi, Amber. And she says, I know Dawn always talks with her hands, but football talk today seems a little extra, and I love her nails. <laughs> Oh, thank you. And this conversation is better than the big game and the halftime show. Oh, yes. man. Combined. Um, and then Greg uh, had some fun with, uh, so uh, Travis Kelsey uh, uh, bumped up on uh, head coach Andy Reid during the uh, first half uh, yesterday. It's Everything's fine. They're over it. He was mad that he wasn't in on a play when there was a fumble and he could have been in there blocking. It was passion of the moment. And, uh, but no, no, it's a red flag for Taylor Swift. He clearly beats her oh, oh my uh God. and uh greg Jeez. wrote in and said uh, because i i jumped ahead and I, I i said that during halftime i believe uh travis kelsey probably pulled andy reed aside and said sorry coach and he said don't worry about it it's passion yeah and i made the comment because he didn't want to watch that terrible halftime show <laughs> and uh, i was wondering if i got ahead of myself and greg says rob that slip of the opinion about the halftime show was a bit aggressive christina red flag be careful <laughs> The best things in life are free. Oh. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. Win Rush Change. Win Rush Change. Win Rush Change. Make your best guess and estimate the calculation in Rough Star of Change. Win Rush Change. Win Rush Change. Win Rush Change. Winter Rob's change. We got color 18 here. Uh, Greg, good morning. Morning, Red. Morning. All right. We only had two guesses and two clues, but I've tried to really point you in the right direction here. Uh, let's see if you can give us the right amount of money. 
$157 even. $157 even. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to explain why that may or may not be a legitimate guess without giving away the second clue. Hmm. The first part, the first two, I mean, that could be, you know, mm-hmm. but what's the, I don't, but I'm, uh-huh. mm, exactly. I thought he was a troll. I mean, uh, I, don't, I don't, no, think so. I don't think so okay. either. I don't, I don't think so. I would just want it explained, but obviously it can't be. Yeah, no, it can't be. Okay, yeah. but no, that's wrong, uh, and I, I, I don't have any other clues. Just figure it out. <laughs> I, I mean, if you heard the clue at nine thirty on Friday, that's it. I that's all I got oh, for you. Man. No uh, clue for you. I, I mean, that's I, the clue. Go back and re-listen to the nine thirty plane of When Rob's Change. We'll play again at nine thirty uh, this morning. Uh, Matt wrote in rad at radradio.com. Says, I'm just now tuning in. Were the viewing numbers higher than normal with the Swifties tuning in? We don't have any official numbers yet. You, the day after, we will get, and we might get them before the end of the, the our show today. We'll get the initial numbers from the major cities, which usually we can extrapolate down from there. And later this afternoon, we'll have uh, the, the big, the, the final numbers. They did expect bigger numbers. Last year, they broke a record. 115 million Americans watched the Super Bowl. They were expecting bigger numbers. I don't know how much of it they were placing on Taylor Swift. There's not going to really be any way to track that unless, well, I mean, if we see a big, a big jump in younger female demographics watching, then yes, you'll, you'll have the Taylor Swift effect. But we won't know uh, until later today. Anthony wrote in, said, as a diehard Niner fan, I agree with Rob. Enough with the F the Chiefs bull crap they won. Patrick Mahomes is a game director. He stayed calm and collective. I love that we have Brock Purdy, but Mahomes is way more confident in his ability. As he should be. He's been there four times. He's now won three of them. And yeah, this, this is the problem. This is the challenge. You're playing against the best quarterback in the game today. No argument left there. And he's he's got ice water in his veins when he when you give him the ball. Mm. There was nothing surprising about what happened yesterday. Uh, he goes on to say, as soon as it went into overtime, I knew the Niners were done. My fiance didn't understand because... We had a chance. I had to explain to her, if you give Mahomes a chance, that mother blanker takes it like it's his. Yep. The way he kept calling plays so fast, keeping the game on its toes was crazy. Like I said, diehard Niners fans, but the odds were stacked. Well, we let them. We The, the Niners oh. stacked them against themselves yeah. by the defense. Not, and let's not forget that idiot kicker who, who should be cut today. That game doesn't go into overtime if he makes the extra point, exactly. Moody. Yes, they'd be the winners right now. And Steve and I talked on the Friday mixed oh, pick show. That's right. At 10 a.m. that 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 the special teams, it could come down to Jake Moody not stepping up while the Chiefs have the best kicker, well, the second best kicker in the entire in the entire game in Butner, and uh, <laughs> stop it. Just stop it. We'll talk to Steve Mickelson in about. I, I was an hour. like, oh my! It, they don't even barely have to reach their hand. They just barely have to hold up their hand. Boop, bop the ball. <laughs> that, that's what it looked like to me. It didn't even look like they were jumping. That's what we call a bop the ball. <laughs> oh my god! And that's because it was a terrible kick because it was it was it was, it was the lo- it was too low of a trajectory. Um, let's see. Tracy just wrote in and said, "Why did the 49ers choose the first possession in overtime? Help me understand." You can go either way on that. Um, they wanted to get up quickly. They wanted to score. I mean, overtime's changed. It's not. It's not sudden death any longer. Um, and so everybody gets to touch the ball once. Both sides get to touch the ball once. The the question isn't for me. Isn't why did they take the ball? Although I'll get back to that. 
the question for me is why they settled for the field goal, why they made the calls that they did. Mm-hmm. Because, they, it, again, you have to assume that Patrick Mahomes is going to score a touchdown. And the, 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 um, the reason to take the ball second is somebody wrote in, I think on the Mixed Pick show on Friday, I don't think it was this show, and he, he made a point that I agreed with. Whichever team has the ball last was going to win. And that would have been the reason for the Niners to defer when they won the overtime toss, say, okay, you guys take it and let us know what we're going to have to work against. And then the Niners would have their chance to march down the field. Because it sounds like to me, whatever the Chiefs had accomplished with having the ball first, the Niners then have all the time to make uh, try to make up for it or not let him have the ball ever again to be able to undo what they've just done. Uh, by the way, uh, Greg just wrote in. He was our Win Rubs Change uh, contestant, and he's explaining uh, the thought process behind his guess. Uh, it doesn't matter if, if, if it was or wasn't a legitimate guess. I don't. I honestly, I don't have any more clues. I, I've told you everything <laughs> you need to know, in my opinion. Um, but the, the the problem is uh, with his guess. He 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 is wrong about what number Super Bowl was played yesterday, and so he oh. put that into his guess. Oh. And it, it, uh, yesterday was the fifty eighth mm. Super Bowl. Maybe he doesn't know how to read Roman numerals. They are confusing. <laughs> yeah, I guess that could be it. Uh, Michael says to the dude that said the players don't care about us, so why do we watch sports? That's not what he said. He said the players don't care about you why are you letting it devastate you that that way anyway just to clear that he says shut up boy whoa why do people like you always have to try and blank on things people like no that's not shut not, up boy that's not what wow. he was doing he wasn't saying don't watch sports i still have it somewhere he was saying why why are people writing in saying that they are devastated that they're letting it get to them when the no his point was the players don't care about you or me i i i don't i don't know how true that is i've had the pleasure of meeting a few of them. Eric Armstead is a big guy in the Sacramento area, does a lot of charity work. Seems like a really great guy who cares about his fans. I, I have a hard time with that because we have fans, and we absolutely care about you, and, and I just I, I don't get the correlation there. It's just why are you I, – I don't understand why people get so caught up emotionally and devastated over anything other than, like, uh, your relationship, uh, your children, your family, your career – at various times, so I, I I don't need the correlation. But he wasn't saying don't enjoy the game. He was just saying why why do you gotta let it get to you so much? I can understand it in the moment, maybe because that's how I got. But carrying it with you, like the rest of the night or day or or days to come, I, I mean, it really just hurts you. And I think that's where it comes into play. Even if the players do care about you, I, I think they would just want you to go about living your life because they kind of have that outlook too that they got to now move on and figure things out and, and think what the next step is instead of wallowing. I don't, I don't believe a lot of them are going to wallow for months. You know, <laughs> like They're going to move on. They have to have that. That's why they're, even though the Niners didn't win, they still have a champion mindset. And a champion mindset is not one that keeps you in a dark place for a long period of time. A champion mindset deals, okay, here's what happened. Here's what we need to fix. Move on. Yeah, they should be angry yeah. for, over a variety of things, but yeah. that's all they can do is is what George Kittle, the tight end, said four years ago. We'll be back. We will come back. We <laughs> yeah. will be back. Well, yeah. work on that. By the way, the Niners are the favorite to win the Super Bowl next year. What? what? <laughs> and then the Chiefs are right behind them. Oh, and then the Ravens. Uh, as Because oh, they always do that God. the day after the Super Bowl. They immediately put out the odds for, uh, oh, for the next uh, right. yeah. Super Bowl. So you could bet right now. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and 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 speaking of betting, we we did our prop bets. The I mentioned at the start oh. at the start of the show that 
one, the, the, trying to put together today's show was way more difficult than usual, and I couldn't figure out why until the very end, right before we went on. Then I went, oh, why didn't I realize this? It's because nobody agrees on almost anything. The, the, the list of the best commercials is also the list of the worst commercials. It's the same commercials. Weird. Nobody agrees on the commercials. Uh, the, uh, the, the, I don't know, half of uh, the, looks like half the, the country thinks that Usher was fantastic. And, and then, yeah. then there's us, or I mean me, at least. I thought it stunk. Um, the game, people are describing it as a great game. I, I, no, it wasn't. Not no, it should be described as stressful. The Niners lost or anything. <laughs> Um, but it does seem oh, like there is one thing that everybody agreed on, quote, quote, everybody. Yay. Uh, and I, I haven't found any, I haven't found any like high level viral posts that said anything other than that's exactly how it should be. And that would be Reba McIntyre doing the national anthem yeah. before the oh, game yesterday. Really? Oh, I thought it was crap. Wow. I looked at my wife. I said, that's exactly how it should be done. This is spot on perfect. So proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleam, whose broad lights and bright stars through the perilous fire for the ramparts we watched words will gather. Listen, I, I I was never going to be able to be objective because it's Reba, and I just love her. So I just— If she would have stunk, I mean, you would have been able to say, oh, that was a bad look. It, she definitely didn't stink. No. I just—she I, was Reba to me. She was Reba, and she did a Reba job, which to me, that means a good job, you know? <laughs> because yeah. she's, she, she just knows how to do things, and still she had a little bit of her own personality with her hands and different face movements. But that's I, Reba, too. That is Reba, and I love that. And she didn't, she, but what, it, there's like a few overwhelming things out there in the media and on social media. She didn't make it about her. No. She, she sang the song the way you're supposed to sing it, uh, with the tempo and everything. She performed on the anniversary of Whitney Houston's death. And so everybody was kind of like saying, whoa, that this is the best since Whitney. I mean, I'd have to hear all of them to, you yeah. know, in order to say that. It was respectful. It was, it was, it, well, I don't know what you're groaning about in there. It was exactly the it way was, the national anthem is supposed to be done. It was too twangy for me. I Maybe it's just okay. Reba style and it's not landing with me, but it, 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 I mean, my Southern pride was coming out a little too much. It was just, I figured there should be some banjos playing. It just, it felt oh. super, super hicky. That, 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 fine. That's fine. 
because then you just don't like her voice. Yes. And yeah, she yeah, is yeah. very twangy. She she, is. she cannot not be twangy. No. Nope. In person, on stage, <laughs> on the field. That's who she is. And, and so, yeah, if you just don't like the twang, then Fair yeah. Because I, I, I do get, uh, I, I just stay in my Reba character. Oh, this, oh, this is Reba. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Oh, look, yeah, hey, we hey, got hey, 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 we got, got an email here from Bonnie. Say, you shut up, Kyle. Reba did fantastic. Reba can do no wrong. That's you know, right. Reba can do no wrong. I'm with you, Bonnie. You know, she was great in Little Rascals. You know, all right? I'll give you that. I, I said from the beginning, oh, it, she was Lord. either going to be horrible or it was going to be great, and she pulled off great. And one of the things is, uh, remember, we had the over-under bet on uh, how long the national anthem would go. It was a minute and 30 seconds and a half, a minute 30 and a half, because you had to have uh, a minute. And everybody took the over except for Dawn, who took the under, which was a good bet, but Reba clocked in at 135, Damn so it, it was the over. <laughs> and that's, that is what my dad so taught me from the, the first time I ever talked about the national anthem as a professional musician. He said, if the national anthem ever goes two minutes, it is way too long. It is a march. It is meant to be sung with a certain tempo, or not even sung, performed to a certain tempo. It should always come in below two minutes, and the closer to a minute and a half, the better. So that was why I said right away to my wife, that's how it should oh, be done. She almost did it. Um, <laughs> Greg wrote in, so we had uh, we had the girl write in, uh, says, I'm just a dumb girl. Why did the Niners take the ball when they won the coin flip? You, you, can, you can argue it a variety of ways, and Greg points out, one of the reasons you might take the ball is the third possession in overtime is the most important. First team scores. If they make the stop, they win. If the other team matches that score, the next score wins the game. Exactly. That's why I knew Patrick Mahomes was going to score a touchdown. Niners kick a field goal. Mahomes is just blasting down the field. Hello, Niners defense. Bye-bye. Uh, and if the, if the Chiefs would have kicked a field goal to tie the game in overtime, then the Niners get the ball, and in theory, the Niners could score, and then it's sudden death. Defense didn't stop Mahomes. That's the problem. Yeah, and the other problem with Mahomes is he just didn't look faced because he knows what he can do, which is bad for me because that means he won. (laughs) He just didn't look... He looked like he had an hour to get this done. That's why he's the greatest (laughs) in the game right now. I don't. I don't need all the comparisons to Tom Brady yet. Oh, man. We can stop with that. I mean, Shh. come on. <laughs> and that moron Tony Romo at the end of the game yesterday. I mean, look. I usually like Romo. You called Patrick Mahomes Michael Jordan yeah, of the that was NFL. A weird. Yeah. No. 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 That's Tom Brady. Mount Rushmore of sports is Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, and Patrick Mahomes is looking up, eating his popcorn, going, "Gee, I hope someday I'll be up there." Yeah. He's almost Kobe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. Yes, that's that's a very good analogy. I, I know you don't get caught up in watching like the pre-pre stuff before the game even starts. You said, Rob. No. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, they had. I guess there's a, a on CBS. There's some sports folks that do soccer, and so they had them on, and they had them do trivia against JJ Watt and and another announcer guy with him. And there was a gal asking the questions, and she one of the questions was. Who's the real goat, Tom Brady or the Messi player soccer? Lionel Messi. Yeah, yeah. And she gave like the stats between the two of championships, and even she was like, "I mean, there's really, there's a clear winner here, right?" And they all chose Messi. And when she was reading the championships, Tom Brady far surpassed him. Why? And I was like, "Why are you giving that to that guy?" I, I don't That's understand weird. why we're comparing two completely different sports. Uh, football against football. 
That's that was the quiz. That's stupid. I, <laughs> and the the two guys, because you had JJ Watt and another guy with him that played football, our American football, and the other two did the this uh, European football soccer. Okay, I, I get the bit, so, yeah. but it's a stupid discussion to have. You cannot compare the greatest of all time in two completely different sports. <laughs> they did. And then say who's better or who's bigger. <laughs> well, and I, I was mean, just going by championships, and Tom Brady, she listed off way more, and I'm like, how are you not picking him, though? Even J.J. Watt didn't pick him. I, mean, I was it, like, dude. That's like, okay, who's the greatest of all time, Michael Jordan or Tom Brady? What? <laughs> Brady has seven, Jordan has six, so Brady's the greatest whatever of all, the greatest professional athlete of all time. Oh, are we going to bring in Wilt Chamberlain, who actually has 11? I mean, come on. I mean, this was obviously their commercial to get people to watch their sports soccer garbage that's that, coming up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, that's I mean. clearly what it was. Of and, course. And, 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 and that, I'm like, that, JJ, look, I know you don't feel this way, man. Are they are they talking in your ear? Help us promote soccer. Come I, on, I, JJ. I don't, have a, <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. I'm not a soccer fan, but, yeah. I mean, that's how, that's business, okay? I know, but I, I have a problem with the argument. It's so stupid. That's what JJ Watt should have said. <laughs> This is the dumbest thing you've ever asked me. You cannot compare. <laughs> My God, we're comparing football uh, to soccer? Two completely different games? Yeah. And, and contact level? and That is ignorant beyond belief. <laughs> uh, Robert just wrote in and said, How does Brando feel about the Deadpool trailer? I thought it sucked. Hmm. Uh, only to the fact that they wanted us to look up the whole trailer. Don't get me wrong, the actual trailer looks awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I, I actually texted Rob about this after I saw a few promos for new movies. It said, um, th we have this new movie coming out, but you have to watch the trailer online. And it seems to me like the movie studios just didn't want to shell out the money for the full <laughs> length of their uh, promo to run during the Super Bowl. Um, it just seems like that's the new way of doing things. So I didn't actually watch it because it told me to go online, but I was busy watching the game. Um, but So I need to get caught up on all those trailers that, that aired yesterday. And then I also wonder if they were trying to get people that wouldn't normally... Uh, I was intrigued. It intrigued me. I was like, oh, that kind of looks good. I didn't go watch the full thing because I like Ryan Reynolds, and I'm like, oh, this seems like it might be a fun movie. I don't know if they were going for that, too. I, I think it's people. a combination of those things. They don't want to shell out whatever it was, an extraordinary amount of money record setting for these commercials. But also, if they get you to go watch the trailer, you're also going to get the, oh, here's some other movies you might like, and they want you to go down the rabbit hole of watching all of their movie trailers. <laughs> okay, so what, what, I'm missing the part where they told you to go watch an extended version of the, the new, it's, I'm guessing it's the new Deadpool is what we're talking about with, with Wolverine. Yes. I kind of got the gist of it. I'm like, oh, snap, okay, that looks exciting. I'm going to go see it. There was no, oh, there's an extended version of the trailer? Where do I go watch that? Or my, my, Did that just go completely over my head? Or am I missing something? It was at the end of the promo. Was it? Okay. Yeah, it said, see the full yeah. trailer online. Oh, yeah. all right. Gotcha. That's all it was. It probably, you probably just looked away or whatever. It was yeah. just mm -hmm. a, a yeah. quiet little thing. at the and, and it was, I think that that's kind of the point. Is we, I liked it. They wanted to intrigue you enough yeah. so that you know the movie's coming out, and maybe you'll go watch the whole trailer. I mean, it, it was really a win-win, I think, the way that they, they did sure. it. Sure. Uh, this is uh, from uh, a sad 49er girl fan. Aww. Named Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. Says, I love the Niners. I'm I'm a 34-year-old girl who brought home all three of my babies in 49er onesies. <laughs> I can't remember a 49er Super Bowl win, only oh. losses. That's oh. been 30 years. Yeah. She's 34. Oh. And this hurts. I'm drunk, and I am sad. <laughs> this was our shot. We had the team. I have no words other than sadness and disappointment. Oh. I'm preparing myself for tomorrow today to wear my red and gold another day because I'm a fan, but it's tough to say the least. 
least. No. Probably. Okay. No. Little list. Parent, well, apparently, she's got to pay rent or something. It feels harder to get this close than to not get close at all. I know. Just don't go. Yeah. And girls. You're not going to win. Don't go. Girls are welcome to be melodramatic. Uh, That's what you guys do. Uh, we're going to play the pressure cooker right now. Uh, you're going to win a one month membership to Rad TV and members.radradio.com. And you're qualified to win one of 10 pair of top tier tickets to see Sticks at the Hard Rock Live Sacramento. Including one winner will snag upfront tickets to the show on February 27th. So you got to win the pressure cooker to win the membership for a month and be qualified for the grand prize drawing to perhaps win the upfront tickets. If not, there's still great top tier tickets for everybody. The pressure cooker is our daily trivia game that we play every single day, although we don't get a winner every single day. We sure don't. It's trivia. You either know it or you don't. You don't. Five right, 30 seconds. None of that matters. Let's your caller 18 right now. You can do it. 888 989 9811. Caller 18 plays the pressure cooker. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob and Dawn Show. Our New Year's resolution was to in no way improve anything about our program. So far, so good. This is Rad Radio. Uh, you can tell it's a Super Bowl Monday, uh, thanks to uh, all the various typos, uh, <laughs> angry reactions to nothing, uh, and stupid mistakes. And right here, thank you very oh. much. Uh, yes, Andy, you're absolutely right. He wrote in and said, "Hey, Rob, fact check. I think you got Bill Russell mixed up with Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt had two champ- championships. Bill had 11. Yes, I do. That. I don't know oh. why I do that all the time. I interpose those two. Well, so he got 100 <laughs> points, so he's like at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, I think you know it's it's some weird thing like that because I was and I was also because I wasn't watching basketball in the Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain days, and so I I, I just screwed up all the time. Thank you very much. Uh, then we had, let's see a couple people. Adam and Julie wrote in because we were talking about this idiotic promo they were doing before the game for CBS is going to carry soccer and 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 they asked who's the greatest of all time. Tom Brady or Lionel Messi, who is the king of soccer, but it it doesn't make any sense. I understand it was all just for a promotion. It's a stupid conversation. Uh, but Don was uh, getting mad that J.J. Watt, a football player uh, in America, wasn't saying Tom Brady. Uh, and she's like, they were in his ear. A few people pointed out, actually, J.J. Watt uh, is part owner of one of the soccer clubs, uh, a soccer team, Burnley, I know in that. Europe. So, of Hell. course, he's going to promote soccer. He and his wife, but still... Well, he I mean, knows better now. Now that he now that that's been mentioned, that uh, makes total sense, and it makes your your comment so asinine. I don't care. It still makes me mad. Why would they I be in his ear? I know who his, his wife is, and I know what they th- that they've got this little soccer thing going on. But he's a football player first and foremost. No, and he knows that Tom Brady is the goat. He he's a man invested in a soccer uh, team that he wants people to watch so yeah. that he can make money and support his family. Right. Now that he's not playing soccer, still baseball. be truthful. Yeah, Indeed. why soccer though? Uh, it's a good investment. Yeah, right. it's, yeah. it's the uh, most popular sport on the planet. Yeah, but it, oh, it's terrible. And I mean, and his wife. I know he supports her. However, I mean, I think it's great that he's doing all of that. Do you? Oh, yeah. No, no, she doesn't. However, yeah, 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 do it. But he knows that Tom Brady's the goat. That's all I'm saying. You don't sell your soul no, he knows. for a little investment when you know the goat he, is he, the best. He knows it's an asinine question to begin uh, with. That's Again, that's what he should have oh, said. I still love him. It's so stupid. Uh, uh, so then Josh wrote in, uh, and I could I didn't figure out until just now what he was doing. He was trying to make the point, because I said, who's okay, who's the goat, Tom Brady or Michael Jordan? You cannot compare the two. It's ridiculous. They're completely different games and sports and, and athletes. So I, that's what Josh was trying to do. 
but his typo made me scratch my head for like five minutes. What's the greatest sore of all time, Rad Radio or Seinfeld? I'm like, what? Sore. Show, obviously, is oh. he was trying to make the comparison of how you can't compare okay. it to two, gotcha. but I mean, sore and sore, show. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, a lot of people just thinking way too hard uh, about, uh, somebody wrote in about the, the Deadpool commercial for Deadpool 3. Uh, and the fact that it was a shortened version, and at the very end it said, you know, go online to, to watch the trailer. And Brandon posited, you know, they probably just didn't want to spend the extraordinary amount of, of money. And and that would be like two and a half minutes to show the whole trailer. Yeah. It, was, it was fun what they put. That's um, all they needed. But my people are writing in, uh, Nicole saying it wasn't aired because it has the F word in it. No. They can cut things out. They could have. They would have made it shorter. Or censored it. Or, it, or censored it if they wanted to. Um Another Matt wrote in and said, I don't think the NFL would have been allowed to show the Deadpool trailer because there's a pegging joke in it. A a again, they, oh they I know, I told you, everybody's like overthinking. This is that Super Bowl Monday brain, I guess. I, 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 Why were they making fun of pirates? Boo. Boo. <laughs> Super Bowl Monday joke. You're going to get a one-month membership to Rad TV at members.radradio.com. If you already have one, we'll just extend you for another 30 days. Uh, and you're qualified to win the grand prize drawings. We've got 10 pair of top-tier tickets to see Sticks at the Hard Rock Live in Sacramento, including one winner will snag up front tickets to the show on February 27th. Caller 18, hello, Jacob. Hello. Hello. Here's how this works. Your timer begins when I finish reading the first question, which is true-false. So you got a 50-50 shot. You get that one right. And then four more to win. You can pass any questions you want. We'll do a recap when we're done to give you your score. And everyone playing along, the answers. And I gotta take the first thing you say. So if you say pegging, and then you say pirates, I have to take pegging as your answer. Do you have any questions? Yar. Nope. Good luck. True or false? John Stewart is hosting the Daily Show tonight. True. Seven NFL quarterbacks have started four Super Bowls each. Name two of them. Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. What is Patrick Mahomes' middle name? Sort. Which city has hosted the most Super Bowls? Las Vegas. Which artist has continually voted worst halftime show of all time? Bruno Mars. Two left-handed quarterbacks have won a Super Bowl named one. Pass. Okay. Uh, that was six questions. You only need five. Gee. <laughs> I wonder how he did. Me too. True or false, John Stewart is hosting The Daily Show tonight. He said that is true. Tonight he starts hosting every Monday until the election. Uh, uh, Brandon, I don't know if you've ever heard this story. I'd never heard this. John Oliver, who, who does uh, Last Week Tonight on HBO, was being interviewed over the weekend uh, because his show's coming back, in a, I think, uh, next week. And um, they asked him about John Stewart, who used to host The Daily Show, and and coming back on Mondays. And Stu Now, John Oliver only has that HBO gig because... For a whole summer, he hosted The Daily Show at, while Jon Stewart was off making a movie or whatever. Mm, yeah. And um, he did so well, he blew everybody away. And so HBO ultimately, he, he, he could have had any job he wanted. And he said, well, I mean, I don't, I don't really want to, I don't want to follow in Jon's footsteps when he leaves. And, and HBO, I can work one day a week and make $11 million a year. And oh, and by the way, I'm going to only work like 30 weeks a year. So, but he told the story, none of that should have happened. He and John Stewart had all. When John Stewart came back, he and John Stewart agreed, 
you know what, uh, John Stewart says, I'm slowing down a little bit. I want more time to myself. How about we go to the execs? Hmm. You'll host every summer. Cool. And I'll, I'll host the, uh, for eight months. And they, and they were both in on it. They were both, and stupid Comedy Central said, no thanks. Oh, come on. And let them walk. And then destroyed the show by Ugh. hiring Trevor Noah. Ugh, that, I, that, I, that blew me away that we that we could have had that for years. Mm-hmm. Oliver said we'd still be doing it. I think. Listen, I know this is the easy joke, but just the way John Stewart pulled it off, I loved it. He was eating some popcorn. He's like, "Is this the same popcorn from like the last night?" Mm-hmm. He was <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's in the commercial. <laughs> the way he did it. That's it was great. Funny. Uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to watching him again. Uh, seven NFL quarterbacks have started four Super Bowls each. Name two of them. He said Brady and Mahomes. The others are Peyton. Yes, Don. Oh, I wanted to guess. Bradshaw. Okay, yes, that's okay, one. All right, that's it. That's all. <laughs> the others were already mentioned. No, there were seven of them. Yeah, I don't know all of them. Okay, never heard of John Joe Montana. Oh, okay. but I didn't know he had that many. Uh, yes, and he won all four of them. Good for him. Uh, Roger Staubach of the uh, Cowboys, Peyton Manning, and uh, Jim Kelly of the Bills, who went to four straight and lost all four of them. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, what is Patrick Mahomes' middle name? Did he say Stewart? I think so. Oh, I, don't know. I know he didn't say the right name. I thought he said Small or something. I thought he said Stark. <laughs> okay, none of those are the correct answer of Levon. Oh. Uh, which city has hosted the most Super Bowls? He said Las Vegas. <laughs> Just hosted their very first one. I mean, they probably hope to be Miami. I'm pretty sure they will be in the rotation of every four or five years. But yes, good, good one to Kyle. Uh, Miami has hosted the Super Bowl eleven times. New Orleans ten, Los Angeles eight, Tampa five, and Phoenix four. Which artist is continually voted worst halftime show of all time? Blasphemy. He said Bruno Mars. <laughs> oh, it's and by, by by continually, I mean. Like every poll, like I, I, I had to do a deep dive on on all the polls every year, and the who are named yeah. the worst, and they are yeah. that is correct. That is the right answer, America. And then he passed <laughs> on two left-handed quarterbacks have won a Super Bowl. Name one. Uh, I don't uh, know any left-handed. Uh, uh, Aikman. A real sports fan would know this. A real football fan would know at least one. So not Aikman. Steve Young. Oh. oh Troy Aikman's a right-hander. Oh. Uh, and the first to ever do it uh, for the Raiders, Kenny Stabler. Cool. Uh, in the end, uh, dude got uh, two rights. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hope you had fun. <laughs> <laughs> he sounded boring off the get-go. Yeah. He, again, Super Bowl Monday. Yeah, I mean, right. It's like mm, it's a butt Monday. Mm, it is. It's the ultimate butt Monday. <laughs> we do have butt Monday shirts available. Uh, at radradio.com in the stupid store. Super store. Uh, also uh, today uh, for the uh, Mixed Pick Sports Show, three hours from now we will be. It'll be all about the Super Bowl, obviously. And Don's husband will join Steve and I. Hey, all right. Gary. Uh, Gary will be in studio with me, and we'll talk to Steve Mickelson. And we're going to talk to Steve on this show in about twenty minutes. Rob, anybody, and Don. The Rob, anybody, and Don show. Nothing says I hate myself more than waking up and watching this show. So get Rad TV now by heading to members.radradio.com. A couple emails, uh, R-A-D at radradio.com. First is from one of our members of the uh, Kyle Army. Yeah, what's up, Kyle? <laughs> uh, we have uh, Kyle Army shirts available in the stupid store. Super store. Along with the Butt Monday shirts, uh, which it is a Butt Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those are all at radradio.com in the stupid store. Super store. First half of this, beautiful. Second half, not so much. Aww. Sounds like a Kyle. 
<laughs> says, what the F, Rob? They were doing so well all game. Our Niners had it. All they had to do was go for it on fourth and four within the 10-yard line of Casey's territory. And even if they turn the ball over, the Chiefs are way back there. But instead, Shanahan decides to kick a goddamn field goal and actually give the Chiefs and Mahomes a chance. And for our defense to blank the bed in the end, in the end and look like there was zero effort given in that last drive. Completely agree. <sighs> Next sentence. This is not an excuse. Here comes an excuse. <laughs> but it is but Monday. But I feel like there were a lot of holding calls and penalties in general that didn't get called against the Chiefs that would have... Oh, boy. Dude. Wow. It's the oldest line in football. There is holding on every play. If they called holding every time it occurred in the NFL, there would be a penalty every time. Much better to let them play. Let them play. I'm so glad they did. I thought the officials did a great job, Wes. Steve Mickelson, what he thought uh, in about 10 minutes. He finishes with, I hate sports and I hate my team because they just choke. <laughs> Now, that's a sports fan. <laughs> yes. Oh um, Chris that's says, great. the worst part of the Super Bowl were quarters one through three. The best part was it finally ended. Uh, Kyle mentioned uh, how, how slow it started. Uh, and uh, during the first, Google Trends live tweeted a bunch of stats on what Americans were searching for during the game. Uh, and during the first half, a lot of people were Googling, what is the lowest scoring Super Bowl? Oh, jeez. Uh, which, by the way, it was uh, 16 total points in Super Bowl 53 when the Patriots beat the Rams 13-3. That was a boring Super Bowl. Uh, searches for Super Bowl overtime rules spiked 4,200% once the fourth quarter ended. Duh, how do we do this again? Uh, Alicia Keys' red piano at halftime caused a big spike in searches for adult piano lessons near me. I mean, was that, cool. that it was. It was, but no one's going to follow through on those adult piano lessons. No, no. I mean, that's one of the positives I wrote down. I really liked that piano. Uh, and the best question <laughs> Googled was, uh, why? This is, the, this is my opinion, but the, one of the most searched for things was, why do football players have tails? It turns out there were just a lot of people mistyping the word towels. Oh. <laughs> Maybe because huh. their vision was a little blurry. And <laughs> <laughs> sure. Maggot, and you're listening to us, so you are. If you got jokes, email us rad at radradio.com. Don't call, you cannot tell jokes. Sorry. We'll start with uh, actually, we will start with a couple of different notes for Athena, who is no longer 13 year old Athena. Oh, oh. oh my gosh. Uh, first of all, Eric wrote in and said, I wanted to write in to wish my wonderful daughter Athena a happy birthday, Aww. knowing how much she has grown over the last year, continuing to develop into the intelligent, confident, and humorous, even if a little bit twisted person she is becoming. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Here's to her next year of opportunities, new friends, and more jokes from the maggots. Oh, cool. And Antonia, the mom, uh, which is how Athena sends her jokes, so that Antonia is still watching over her, <laughs> says, can you please wish Athena a happy 14th birthday? She is really growing into her sassy, sarcastic, <laughs> scary self. I love it. I know I'm in trouble since her favorite show is Hannibal. Oh, oh my. All I asked Yikes. was if she started her career as a serial killer, she not start with us. Oh. She just laughed and walked away. <laughs> if I blink twice, send help. Oh, happy, happy birthday, now eat your f***ing cake. Oh, yeah. Happy, happy birthday, or we'll punch you in the face. Listen, I, I can't say this will happen with Athena, but one of my god, my great goddaughter-niece, Abby, was so dark at that age. <laughs> with the stuff she was into, we all were like a little worried, but... No, she's turned out totally sweet and fine and 
now she's in plays and cheerleads and yeah, she's Good to totally, totally get it out of your system like, there. Yeah, yeah, A lot yeah. of us become very dark as adults. <laughs> right, yeah. uh, so yes, uh, Athena's had a, a, a history of sending in some pretty twisted jokes. Here's today's. I spent over an hour at the wife's grave this morning. <laughs> she thinks I'm digging a pond. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. From ten-year-old Lily. Oh hi, Lily. How do you put a flower in the friend zone? How? How? You tell it you're my best bud. <laughs> Big D writes in for all the Niners fans. I hope today's submission of dad jokes brighten your day. Oh, I'm oh. sure this will do it. Oh boy. Uh, what do cats wear to bed at night? What? Pajamas. <laughs> What's small, red, and whispers? What? A horseradish. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Rodney wrote in, in honor of Butt Monday, merch available now in the stupid store. Superstore. Here are some cheeky dad jokes. Cheeky. Where does an ass go on vacation? Where? Nobody knows. (laughs) What did the ashtray say to the cigarette? What? Nice butt. And what did one butt cheek say to the other? What? Between you and me, something stinks. <laughs> and now a special Super Bowl Monday round of jokes. I've been saving these up over the last many months. Just had to make a few changes to some of them. Oh, no. Where do football players go when they need a new uniform? Where? New Jersey. <laughs> Why can't football players wear glasses? Why? It's a contact sport. <laughs> Why didn't the dog want to play football? Why? It was a boxer. (laughs) Why did God invent football? Why? So that men married to the same woman for more than a decade could have some physical contact in their lives. (laughs) A headache. (laughs) What did the cheapskate football player say to the flight attendant? What? (laughs) Put me in, coach. That's what Travis Kelsey was yelling at Andy Reid. I don't want to fly first class! <laughs> What's the worst thing Travis Kelsey heard before the Super Bowl? What? Honey, I wrote a song about you. Oh, <laughs> ouch. No, here comes the ouch. What does a 49er fan do when their team has won the Super Bowl? What? They turn off the PlayStation 4. Oh, Why so do playing. 49er players like smart women? Why? Opposites attract. <laughs> what do Joel Osteen and the 49ers have in common? What? Both can make 70,000 people scream, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Why doesn't San Jose have a professional football team? Why? Because then San Francisco would want one. <laughs> what did the average 49er player get on his SAT entrance exam? What? what? Drool. <laughs> <laughs> Why do 49er fans smell so bad? Why? So that blind people can hate them too. <laughs> what do the 49ers and the post office have in common? What? what? Neither deliver on Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, man. That's too close to home. Did you hear that San Francisco's football team doesn't have a website? It's because they can't string three W's together. Uh... <laughs> Packers, Lions, nope. Damn it. Oh, my. <laughs> I took my broken vacuum cleaner back to the store. They put a 49ers jersey on it, and now it sucks again. (laughs) And what's the difference between the 49ers and cigarettes? What? Patrick Mahomes doesn't smoke cigarettes. (laughs) Sure sounds like it. There you go, Kyle. Well, you really killed that one right in the bed. In the very end there. You listen to him talk? Oh, my Lord. (laughs) Keeps going. It's amazing.
If you've got jokes that you would like Kyle to ruin, email us, R-A-T at radradio.com. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Welcome back to Rad Radio. As Rob likes to say, it is what it is. Ah, what are we doing here? What has happened to this show? Now we get this email, rad at radradio.com. It's from Matt. Hi, Matt. Uh, we're talking about the Deadpool 3 uh, trailer, and they, they had a commercial for it in the Super Bowl, and you could go online to watch the full thing. Uh, did you do that yet, Brandon? I did not. Oh. I, I pulled it working? up, but I haven't watched it. Yeah, I'm, I'm working. <laughs> um, Matt said, can we talk about the trailer for another movie that did not need to be made, Twisters? Why? One wasn't scary enough. Now there are two. This is a, this is a, a follow-up to the 1996 film yeah. with Helen Hunt and... Bill whatever, Pullman, yeah, the other he's, one. He's dead. Pittman, Paxton. Paxton, that one. That's the response my husband and I had. Why? Yeah, just to make another uh, uh, yeah. a, a tornado movie or whatever and, and not have any new ideas. Um, Kate Cooper uh, and Tyler Owens play, are the Storm Chasers, played by Daisy Edgar Jones and Glenn Powell, or is that backwards? Which ones are the actors? I've never heard of these people. I have no I idea. Know. Okay. Um, they even look familiar to me. Play storm chasers who join forces to try to predict and possibly tame the immense power of tornadoes. Uh, I, and that's the thing, right? They got they got nobodies because the whole movie is going to be sold off of the special effects of the tornadoes. Was the first movie good? The, the, the yeah. regular twister? First time, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, other than, again, two really crappy stars. <laughs> you know, you got a cow, a cow flying around. You're going to have a decent movie. Uh, all right, let's talk to Steve Mickelson live from Las Vegas, Nevada, and MixPix.com. Two K's in Mix, two K's in Picks, MixPix.com, and co-host of the MixPix Sports Show along with me and Dawn's husband today. Yay, McGarry! At 10 a.m. on uh, Rad TV, members.radradio.com, uh, the Rad Radio app, and in Sacramento on 104.7 FM and 8.90 a.m. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Now, Steve, you are, I, I, always, uh, I always accuse you of being a, a very positive guy. Uh, you have a little positive outlook, much more so than I, than I do. There has not been a lot great said this morning by anyone about, about yesterday, and it's not just because, like, the 49ers lost. So why, give us your overview, and then I'll, I've got some specific things to throw at you from both, the, from both me and from uh, some emails that we got. Well, it was a really good game. No, I personally believe Kyle Shanahan is the one to hold exclusively responsible for this loss and and several different reasons for that. The Niners should have been up big in this game. Yes, McCaffrey fumbled on that opening drive. That's not Shanahan's fault. But, you know, the 49ers came out. Their offense was clicking. They were really moving the ball. They should have a really strong running game. Their defense was playing great football like the defense we saw, you know, the first half of the season in that first half. And then it came out in the second half, and suddenly they're throwing the ball. You know, they're no longer using the fullback. And they're just total offense changed. You didn't see that that. Great play. The Niners did suffer some injuries. I mean, Greenlaw tore his Achilles, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, but he went down and was carted off in the second quarter. 
all the way down to even the post game where the 49ers players were saying that they were not even aware of the new overtime rules. Mm-hmm. How can you not know that what the new rules are, which was a surprise and I, I correct me if I'm wrong because I was working and we we're getting ready to go into the overtime, but the 49ers won the coin toss, took the ball as opposed to sitting back and waiting because even if the Chiefs had scored a touchdown, the Niners were still going to get the ball, but it seems the 49ers players didn't even know the rules, thus took the ball, you know, and maybe that was Shanahan's idea there too. It's just on many different fronts, the little things a head coach and the decisions they make just seem to be – the wrong decisions, and it's easy to say that on Monday morning, but, man, I just really think the 49ers should have won that game. They should have been up like 17, 21 points. They were not, and ultimately it cost them. Kansas City safety Justin Reed said that the Chiefs had first discussed the new overtime rules as far back as training camp. Defensive lineman Chris Jones said players were prepared for what to expect if the Super Bowl went into overtime, the 49ers did not do the same. Multiple players said after the game they were not aware that the overtime rules are different in the playoffs than they are in the regular season. And strategy discussions over how to handle the overtime period did not occur as a team. Damn. Defensive lineman Eric Armstead said he learned the details of the postseason rule when it was shown on the Allegiant Stadium Jumbotron during a TV timeout after oh, regulation. Damn. Fullback Kyle Juszczyk said he assumed the Niners asked to receive when they won the toss because that's what you do in the regular season when a touchdown wins the game. Uh, quote, I guess that's not the case. I don't really know the strategy. Well, that's not that's not a good look, Steve. Now, I already started the show saying what, I was, what we were saying on the Mixed Pick Sports show last week. It won't happen. But the Niners really should look at what Kyle Shanahan's future is as their head coach. They won't. He and uh, the general manager, John Lynch, are attached to the hip. I don't believe the York family has the onions to clean house. Um, I, 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 I still would suggest that the, the greatest coach of all time is sitting out there without a job. And he doesn't have long for this world in terms of his coaching abilities. He's 71. He just wants to win, what, 13 regular season games to pass Shula. And, you know, what should happen, in my opinion, and won't give Bill Belichick the job. You know, I'm not disagreeing with you there. I just, you know, I was very disappointed after the game just watching it because I really believe Kyle Shanahan's game plan again. Look. Go with what's working. You can see it run the ball against the Chiefs, and he totally abandoned that like in the second half when the offense did nothing. And then to read that after the game, because it surprised me that they took the ball to start it. I was like, okay, that doesn't make sense at all. And then to read that the players didn't know that, that's on the coaching. You cannot make excuses for that. That's on the coaching, and it just shows – how Andy Reid is prepared for every situation, and yet Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers were not. I'm with you. I don't believe they will ever do it. I think Shanahan's job is entirely safe. Man, I I think you've got to think about that. And I would move on, and I'd love to see Belichick go coach there because these are the basics. You know, a big part of coaching, of being the head coach is coaching and putting your team in scenarios so they're tested prior to the game to know what to do to not make mistakes, and Shanahan failed. 
Um, we talked, uh, or you mentioned rather the Greenlaw injury. A lot of people did write in, and that was, I mean, that's just weird. He he basically he tore his Achilles tendon by by running onto the field. That that is, I don't know. That was, I, looking back, it's like there was it was like a sign of some kind, but I don't really believe in that stuff. But how does that happen? I don't know. Maybe he slightly tore it during practice on that soggy field during the course of the week, and then he just hit it wrong running onto the field in the second quarter and and completed the tear. I'm just I'm speculating, believe me. I'm just hitting back on the other obstacles the 49ers faced going into the game. We did talk, Steve, on the Friday uh, Mixed Pick Show, uh, which airs at 10 a.m. We talked that it, it was very likely that the 49ers special teams could be no pun intended, after talking about Greenlaw, the Achilles heel, and specifically Jake Moody, the kicker, as opposed to Harrison Butker, one of the best kickers of all time who plays for the Chiefs. And sure enough, man, Moody misses an extra point that completely changes the trajectory of that game going to overtime. Yeah, but it's hard for me to get on Moody. I mean, he went three for three on field goals. He nailed a 55-yarder. He kicked another long one. You know that was that had been his problem all year, but yeah, you know that that uh, missed extra point that does fall on him. You know they could have used it and been ahead by one, and instead of the Chiefs, you know, kicking the field goal to send it to overtime, they would have had to score a touchdown. So, you know, little things like that in big games like this, you can't let the little things go. You got to be able to execute you know, the small things as well. And, and again, the 49ers just didn't do that. It's depressing. I'm not putting it on Moody, but it's, still, it's on Shanahan. You and I are on the same page. This is on Kyle Shanahan. you got to make extra points. You're the kicker. I understand missing 40, 50-yard field goals occasionally, uh, and he did hit some long ones. Extra points. you got to make those. And it, 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 it does change the, traje- the, the trajectory of the game if they are up by four instead of three. Oh, a- absolutely. It's such a different feeling knowing we must score a touchdown as opposed to, you know, hey, look, just get into field goal range. And that's what the Chiefs did. They got into field goal range. They felt comfortable. And it was, you know, hey, look, let's see if we can get the touchdown. But their whole goal was, you know, just to get to like the 38-yard line. Did you did you feel it like I did, Steve, when the Niners kicked the field goal in overtime? I looked at my wife and I said, Mahomes is going to drive down the field and the Chiefs are going to score a touchdown. It was to me it was oh, just God. it was just settled law that uh. they were you can't and and the defense, which as you said, Steve, the Niners defense showed up for about 3 quarters and then they turned into the defense that we've seen since Christmas. Yeah, but again, Greenlaw's injury to me was big. They, they really needed it on the field. Obviously, he got hurt. But, no, I was with you, which, again, goes back to the overtime rules and not knowing what they were, that even if the Chiefs scored, you got the ball. So you knew that. Just the whole thing didn't make sense to me. And, yes. To me, kicking the field goal was like, yeah, we just went three points closer to losing because I had no doubt, no doubt in my mind at all, the worst-case scenario, the Chase still kick a field goal and we go to overtime again. You know, the game continues playing as is. But best-case scenario, you know, you score the touchdown. And second-best scenario to me was, you go for it, you get stuck, the Chiefs get the ball on the five-yard line, maybe then you could stop Mahomes. 
from getting into field goal range. You still probably wouldn't, but at least I think you had a better chance. When they kicked the field goal, uh, there was no doubt in my mind the Chiefs would at least have a field goal with their starting position, if not a touchdown on that drive. We had we had a, uh, somebody email in earlier about the coin toss and why did the Niners take the ball, and I didn't have the story yet that they didn't know the they hadn't discussed the overtime rules because that that negates everything I'm about to point out because now we just, they just weren't they didn't know what the hell they were doing. But somebody wrote in and said, well, there maybe the wisdom had they done it intentionally of taking the ball first is. The Niners score, the Chiefs score, and then it becomes sudden death. And it goes back to the Friday mixed pick show, Steve, where somebody wrote in and said, whoever has the ball last wins. That, to me, is a terrible strategy, but that was the only defense that anybody could come up with. But it doesn't seem like that was that was the issue. The issue was nobody knew what the hell they were doing when it came to overtime and the coin flip and the rules. Yeah, absolutely. You know, in addition, the thing I thought was kind of interesting is – you know, with where I was at, there was people thinking that the the first quarter, like this was the end of the game. So as the Chiefs were going, it was like, why aren't they calling timeout? Why aren't they hurrying up? Why are they? Running? It, it it was the the overtime rules stated it's two quarters. I, I mean, it's like a half of football. If the clock had run out, the Chiefs would have just okay. Now we're into the second overtime quarter. And they were to continue playing. So it wasn't like the Chiefs were on the clock. But the Chiefs knew this. But even the fans were not aware because of the overtime rules. And, you know, where I was at, people were screaming that they better hurry up. I can't believe they're going to blow this. And and it's so funny because Don was pointing out earlier that Mahomes on that touchdown drive looked calm, cool, collected. Like, he, he, he had nothing to worry about, and I'm sitting here saying, well, that's because he's Patrick Mahomes, he's the greatest quarterback, he's been there, et cetera. And that's all true. It's just actually because Mahomes knew that he wasn't in a hurry. He was going to keep the ball. He could, he, he could drive down as much as he wanted to, whereas if you, in retrospect, Purdy and the 49ers looked like they, were, they, were, they had no idea what they were doing in that overtime possession. And I hadn't put that all together either until the story that I just I just saw like 40 minutes ago about not knowing what was going on in overtime. And again, that bottom line, no excuses, falls on the coaching, yep. nothing else. Yeah, I, 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 how is that even possible <laughs> that a coach would not relay something like that? It doesn't seem minor at all. I don't, I don't understand how that was never even discussed. You said the Chiefs talked about it. All year. All year. Training camp it started. Yeah, th- this is so odd. What else are they left out of the loop in? That's a very important thing. That's crazy. It is. Honestly. And I, But I don't think even that, I mean, Steve, the, the, if, if that story gains traction in the Bay Area, do you think even that is enough to get people to start talking about whether or not Shanahan's the guy? No, I don't. I do think that they'll put some urgency and put some pressure on Cal Shanahan say for next year that he's going to have to produce. And if by chance, you know, they don't even make the playoffs or really they fall anything short of the NFC championship game. I think then his job becomes much more in jeopardy, but, but even if this story gains traction and it shows how much he was out coached in this game, I don't think it's enough for the 49ers to move on. No, I, and 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 I don't. We've talked about this on the mixed pick show. It's I don't understand how 
Mike McCarthy of the of the uh, Dallas Cowboys, he's basically been told, you better get to the Super Bowl or you're fired. And the same thing is hanging over the head of Nick Sirianni for the Eagles and McDermott for the Bills, and no one is talking about how Kyle Shanahan has lost two Super Bowls for the 49ers. He, and we already know that before that, he gave up the biggest lead or whatever in the Super Bowl. I, 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 the guy is like Teflon. I don't get it. Yeah, it's kind of amazing, you know, and it was it, it was kind of, if I'm a 49ers fan, this was a blow as I'm glancing over an article talking about, because they've lost three straight Super Bowls now, and, and you're looking at it going, they're falling into the, you know, they were the greatest team in history type of thing with their Super Bowls, and now you're being compared to the Vikings, the Buffalo Bills, uh, you know, these teams that have lost you know, three straight Super Bowls, I, I never thought I would be talking about, you know, the San Francisco 49ers and their losing of Super Bowls along with the Vikings and the Bills. Are you guys saying, because like the poor coaching at the end of the fourth quarter and then even when it went into overtime, are you saying, are you guys saying that maybe Shanahan didn't even know this new rule or he just forgot to tell people the new rule because either, you either think he would have made different decisions if he knew this rule. I mean, either one's unacceptable. Yeah, of course. But it's almost like, did you not know either? Because you just acted like this was... Don, uh, 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 I'll flat out tell you, if he didn't know the rule, to me, that is immediate termination. Uh, to me, if he were to publicly come out and say he did not know what the rules were, he should be fired. How would he even coach like he did then, knowing? Like, that makes him even a worse coach, my little knowledge learning from y'all, because it sounds like maybe they shouldn't have um, when they won the toy cost. The toy cost? Yeah. It sounds like they shouldn't have gone first. By the sound of this rule, I, I don't mean, know. I mean, Steve, I, I, I can make a case for taking the ball first. I just – it's an irrelevant conversation – because of this thing of what the rules, I mean, I mean, do you see the logic in what that per, that emailer said earlier of like, well, if you take the ball first, you're going to get it back if your defense holds. I mean, you are basically putting the onus on your defense. Yeah, you are putting the onus on your defense, and I can give it a little bit of credence, but I'm sorry. There's a reason that, you know, you look at every single college football playoff game that goes into overtime Every team takes the ball second because they want to know wow. yeah, what they have to do. Yeah, no, I and know. in this situation with if the Chiefs score a touchdown, we know we still get the ball, but we know we have to score a touchdown, you know, so we're going for it on fourth down. I just I think there's a huge advantage to taking the ball second. I get the hey, team that has the ball last wins, but you know, you can kick a field goal and your defense gives up a touchdown. You're still not getting the ball back. And, and again, as I said, I can make the case for it. But as I said in the beginning, it's a stupid thing. So no matter what the scenario is, to Dawn's question, this is, a, this is right on Shanahan. He either didn't know or he had horrible strategy in yeah. his head. And it also probably reinforces some of the, the people wearing their tinfoil hats thinking that maybe it is staged if he's not relaying this message to his players. Well, oh, sure. I mean, everything, everything will reinforce the conspiracy. And that's why I made that crack earlier. Unless you believe the 49ers are in on it, too. Mm -hmm. There's no way you looked at that game and thought that it was in any way rigged, pre-planned. And that leads to the officiating, Steve. I thought the officials did a good job and let them play for the most part. Yeah, so did I. I didn't have any real 
you know, oh, my gosh, how did they not, you know, throw the flag? How did they not? I liked it. They played it. I didn't think the, the officials, you know, were a factor in the game, and I had no complaints with it. You know, there's always little things here or there you can really get at, but I, I thought the officiating did a good job with this game. Uh, we just got an email, uh, rad at radradio.com from Christina. Hey, Christina. Uh, she says they went over the rules at the coin toss, or as Dawn calls it, the toy toss. <laughs> Uh, she says, "I'm a girl and knew what was going on." Well, that's that, but that's not that's not the the story is whoever and I don't remember who they sent out, uh, who the Niners sent out. He was told by the sidelines, "If we win the toss, take the ball." And so, and and the players after the game said, "Yeah, we never talked about it. We never strategized about that's, it. That's it, wrong. It was never just. It's uh, that player. He he he's not listening to the rules. He was told by his coach, "If we win the toss." take the ball and that takes us back to Shanahan. Well, they're not uh, to me anyway. They're not telling the rules for the players. No. They should already know. Correct. The refs are saying it for everyone else. <laughs> right. The fact that the players were finding out about it in that moment, it's so it's so wrong on those players. And again, like, honestly, all that talent you just wasted. That's so disrespectful. And to again, them. it's not like the players for the coin toss are going to go, "Oh, well now that I've heard the rules, I'm going to go against what my coach told me to do." So it, it, that's... They think the coach is making that based on him knowing the rules. Right. Um, <laughs> so, Steve, uh, to your bailiwick, uh, how is it that the 49ers open up as the favorite to win next year's Super Bowl when they just lost to the team that's right behind them to go to the Super Bowl next year? Uh, when, when those odds come out, I mean, and obviously they come out before the Super Bowl is actually played, but you're also looking at depth of teams, and I've said all year long that the 49ers – this season, to me, had the best roster in the NFL. So you're going to look at that. They got to the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I think there might be a little bit of adjusting now after the Super Bowl. Mm. But those odds come out prior, and it's based on rosters, what they did this season, who's going to be back, and various things like that. So you had the Niners and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl since September. You had the Niners winning, which they should have. They were they were just terribly coached. Um, do you have a gut right now about about next year? No, not at all. I'm like the Kelsey's. I got to take a step back. I got to evaluate, <laughs> you know, where we're going to go with this thing and I'll I'll uh, you know, figure that out here in the near future. I'm a little too emotionally evolved right now. In this situation, I need to step back and reevaluate. <laughs> All right, fair enough, Steve. Uh, I will talk to you in two hours. Don's husband Gary will join Yay, us for the uh, Mixed Picks Sports Show at 10 a.m. Thank you. Uh, that is Steve Mickelson Yay, from MixPicks.com. Two K's in Mix, two K's in Picks. MixPicks.com in the Mixed Picks Sports Show, which comes up at 10 a.m. on Rad TV. Members.radradio.com uh, on the Rad Radio app and in Sacramento on 104.7 FM and 8.90. AM. This is an interesting email that came in from Claire, and it came in right as we came back from break. So I assume uh, she was responding to to what we played as we came out of uh, commercials. She says, "Rob, please do something about your so-called bumper music." Um, Spoon Man. This is uh, an enormous hit by Soundgarden called Spoon Man. Um, and all of our bumper music, by the way, is is the most researched, the most tested, the most favorably scoring music. 
that know, we people got their opinions that right? we play. Uh, so sorry <laughs> you don't like strong. what a lot of people like. I mean, that's why we play diverse bumper music. Um, mm. But thank you for your input. I won't be changing anything. Maybe thank Chris you. Cornell did something bad to her. Maybe but yes. Know. Maybe she has. Maybe a... she always likes the B side, the stuff that no one knows. Uh, uh. We're, we're gonna play uh, Master of Movies right now. You're gonna win a one month membership to uh, Rad TV and members.radradio.com, and you're qualified to win one of ten pair of top tier tickets to see Sticks at the Hard Rock Live Sacramento, including one winner snagging upfront tickets to the show on February 27th. We're going to give you a famous movie clip. You give us the title of the movie and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20, and if nobody knows the movie... Sporkman! Droplets <laughs> everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. 888-989-9811 for Master Movies. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. First, it was rad radio. Then it was bad radio. Now it's just awful. This is the Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. Uh, more than a few people wrote in. I just grabbed uh, Tiffany's. Uh, we were talking about uh, one of the commercials yesterday uh, during the Super Bowl. Uh, first came up with Deadpool 3, a kind of sort of trailer, and go watch the whole trailer thing. And also uh, Twisters, which is just, they were just, I guess, doing a movie they have nothing because there was a twister in 1996 mm-hmm. uh with uh with bill paxton who's dead and, and helen hunt yeah. um and and the movie was only good in any way because of the effects of cows and trucks yep. spurring the, the damage i guess that's what they're going to do again um <laughs> but i i mentioned as i was reading it i didn't see the commercial um that i didn't know who the names were of the of the actors uh so glenn powell the the lead guy he played a uh, hangman in top gun maverick oh, oh. Why didn't he look familiar? That's so odd to me. Maybe I wasn't looking. Yeah, close I'd enough. have to look at it and see it. If he dyed his hair or something. Maybe I was too busy rolling my eyes and going, "Really, yeah, we're really? doing this again?" And I like how they just put an S at the end of it. Yeah. And there's actually two tornadoes in the in the trailer, oh, yeah. so it's not just one tornado; it's two. I honestly thought at first it was like some spoof thing, like. Is it turning into a commercial? What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. It would have been better had it, yeah. had, it, had it been a commercial for Saturday Night Live or something. Uh, did anybody click over to the Puppy Bowl? No. Yeah, I did for like five minutes. It gets old. I mean, even yeah. with puppies. But I mean, five minutes of it, it was it was fine because it's, so- it's before the game. It's, it needed something to do. Oh, I, I kind of wanted to transfer over to the Puppy Bowl just to kind of um, see what exactly was going on. I, I was interested in Brock Purdy's dog's name. Was it Bark Purdy? Bark Purdy. I didn't even yeah. know where to find it. Was it on the same channel? It was on a ton of channels. It was on like, uh, uh, I think it, it was one of those families of channels like FX, True TV, or I think. Okay, so it took some scrolling. And uh, yeah, and, and I mean, look, I happened to click over when Bark Purdy was uh, prominently featured. and <laughs> yeah. uh, But in the Aww. end, uh, Team Rough managed to overtake Team Fluff 72 to 69. It's a rough. As I understood it, in the five minutes that I watched, I guess if they carried any toy into the end zone, it was a score because there there was a football toy, but there were also other toys, and they kept giving them scores. So as long as you ran into the end zone, uh, and the MVP, the most valuable pup, was Moosh. Oh, Moosh from uh, from the winning team, Rough. I I have.
have this thing like if the puppy bowl and what would be the purpose with what I'm about to say if the puppy bowl were all these puppies that already had homes they just want to show you their puppies I could turn it on but like when I turn it on that's all I think about these poor puppies don't have a home oh yeah no I was told we were adopting <laughs> like, 11 puppies while the TV was on I'm like okay we'll, we'll just go away then twisting your brain for a really cool prize action adventures like my comedy just take the film and you'll be supreme you're a movie master movie master you're gonna get a one month membership to rad tv and members.radradio.com and you're qualified to win one of 10 pair of top tier tickets to see sticks at the Hard Rock Live Sacramento, including one winner snagging upfront tickets to the show on February 27th. Neil, your caller 18. Hello. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, Hello. yo. If you know the movie title, you win. If not, we'll go to Paul. Good morning. Morning. And Carrie, your caller 20. Good morning, Rad. Good morning. We are looking for a drama romance from 2001. Anybody interested? My tummy hurts. What is that 2001 drama romance? Anybody interested? My tummy hurts. Neil, do you know the movie? Uh, Paul. Uh, Wedding planner. (laughs) Drama romance. Okay. And Carrie, do you know? I do not know. Okay. Oh man. I remember this when it came out. Didn't see it. I'm a man. Johnny Depp starred. When mysterious Vianne and her child arrive in a tranquil French town in the winter of 1959, no one could have imagined the impact that she and her spirited daughter would have on the community stubbornly rooted in tradition. Within days, she opens an unusual chocolate shop across the square from the church. Her ability to perceive her customers' desires and satisfy them with the right confection coaxes the villagers to abandon themselves to temptation. It was called Chocolat. Hello. Hi. I just made a fresh batch of Mondial. Anybody interested? My tummy hurts. Oh, I've got just a thing for that. Come in. What about boycott and morality then? Come in. I only remember <laughs> because I, we were making fun of it because you had to pronounce it chocolat. Yeah. You know, That's chocolate. chocolate in French. It's the only thing I remember about it. Do um, not see it. Yeah. <laughs> like, no thanks. I think, it, I think it did pretty well for its time. You lost me at 1959. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I downloaded Chocolat and then I, ah. I quickly realized it was the wrong movie. So that is one of my favorites, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, your next chance to win will play Treble Trouble at 9 a.m. All right, back to yesterday. That's what the show's all about today. So we got, uh, we got a bunch of emails uh, throughout the day, but a, a whole bunch came in at the exact same time like this one from Mark. says, I wanted to be one of the first to write in and say the halftime show was trash. Usher was trying way too hard. What a garbage halftime show. (laughs) Todd wrote in and said, Super Bowl halftime show sucked. That's the entirety of the email. Uh, Laura wrote in and said, Isn't the halftime show supposed to hype up viewers? I like Usher, but his music doesn't send out hype vibes. Grinding in bedroom time, yes, but not hype. Alicia Keys brought it down even more. Again, amazing artist, but not the pump-it-up level you expect from that level of a mini-show. The two best moments were Lil John and Ludacris to actually get the crowd energized. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah. I noticed that Ludacris was singing really, really... I'm sorry, not Ludacris. Um, Usher was singing really, really soft the whole time, it felt like. It was hard to understand what he was singing about. His dancing skills were off the chain. They were, they were great. He could dance like a mofo. Sure. But 
<laughs> the choreography was nice too, but it wasn't anything spectacular. I felt Bruno Mars and uh, The Weeknd just blew him out of the water. It was just okay. Well, so many blew him out of yeah. the water. Yeah. It just wasn't a Super Bowl show. It's not that I felt he was awful at performing or, you know, there were some fun things with the skates and, I mean, the marching band was cool. I mean, there were some things that were neat, but it was not a Super Bowl show. It was so, like, mellow. Yeah. And it didn't get you to want to, like, woohoo, you know, like that and get up and dance or whatever. I like Usher a lot. I just, it wasn't, it wasn't good. Oh, my, and the, the shirt, why, why? <laughs> Take the shirt off. Put your shirt on. Oh, that hockey God. jersey thing he was wearing? I don't know. He just took everything off. Um, Ashley wrote uh. in and said the best part of the Super Bowl was my man Usher. He killed it. I was dancing and singing the whole time, and he didn't even sing half of his songs. All that jumping and dancing, and he still hit them notes. Usher has and will always be the king of R&B. He got my money because I do not want to miss his September show. I'm glad you liked it. Genuinely. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm sure his concert will be great. Hopefully. But not for Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, his residency in Vegas, it got rave reviews because you're going in to see an Usher show. Yeah. And it just didn't translate. And remember... Uh, and again, I like Usher. Remember, he was like the 10th choice. Everybody turned the NFL down. Uh, nobody wanted to do it, and, and I think we know why now. Um, but uh, as I said at the beginning of the show, nobody can agree on anything. I mean, Ashley wrote in, and, and she said it was the best part of the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> multiple multiple uh, uh, articles and things uh, with, with headlines like, Usher awes during his 13-minute performance. Usher's Super Bowl halftime show had a Vegas vibe. I don't. No. What's, way. What, what Vegas are you with going the dancers to? Dancers a little bit. Like they had the the girls with all the the uh, feathers on them. They they had like the magicians with the cards and everything. I, it yeah. felt very well, Vegasy to me. Very yeah. show Vegas. I didn't think Vegas at all when I watched. If that that's time. what they mean, then yeah, they don't know Vegas because yeah. those might be Vegas things. But Vegas is like electric yeah. and a lot of energy. So no. <laughs> I mean, thank God Alicia Keys and uh, and uh, Lil John came out because that's when it and ludicrous. That actually started to pick up some steam, and I enjoyed it a little bit. But overall, it was just meh. Yeah, it was just a thud. Yep. Yeah, in those moments where it finally picked up, I'm like, oh my god, okay. Oh wait, no. But that was the funnest part. Okay, who else is going to show up? And, that became like fun. Yeah. Yeah, and I kept hoping, you know, <laughs> is anybody going to like really, really come out and you know, I. I figured out early on the Billy Joel thing ain't going to happen yeah. because Boo. you could just tell that, that Usher just was not landing this plane. Well, and I got so excited when I saw the piano, and I thought, that's not really not a Billy Joel piano. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was a cool piano, right. but I can't yeah. see him playing that. So who the hell was the bald guy that came out with the glasses? I don't know who that is. It looked like CeeLo Green, but was I don't think it was. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I've got all six artists here. Let's see. I've got to dig through my pile here. Uh, Ludacris. Lil John, Alicia Keys, her, Will I Am, and Jermaine Dupri. Oh, it might have been Jermaine then. Hmm. Was her with the guitar? Yes. Yes. Oh, because I was like, yeah. oh, that girl's good. She's fantastic. Yeah, that she was, was cool. great. And I was like, is she part of the band or is she someone? And I'm just too old to know that and she's like someone. The internet blew up because everybody thought it was uh, Northwest. Kanye's daughter. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, it was not. It was it was her. H E R. Yeah. Uh, Juliet wrote in and said, "Usher's song choices made zero sense. He has a bunch of club bops, and he chose sensual songs. And the awkward undressing in the middle. Why? Exactly. Just why? It was. It was just awkward. It's not like he looked bad. It was just weird. It was like a cheesy porno. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't fit. Um. So we had we did our prop bets on uh, Friday. 
Uh, and uh, we already told you that uh, Brandon, Kyle, and I all got the uh, national anthem correct. We took over uh, a minute and 30 seconds and a half. Nice. Uh, Dawn took the under. and I mean, Reba almost pulled it off. It was a minute 35 Damn seconds. Damn it, Reba. Um, and then, so we go to the halftime show. Uh, the top betting contenders for Usher's first song were Love in the Club, OMG, G- DJ Got Us Fallen in Love, My Way, and Yeah. And he didn't choose any of them. He, he opened with Caught Up, so we don't get any points for that one. Lame. Uh, a number of songs. We all took the over. Uh, the, the, uh, the number was nine and a half. Uh, I'm sorry, we did not all take the over. Brandon and I took the over. Don and Kyle took the under. It was 11 songs. Whoa. So Brandon and I got a point for that one. Yeah, I have no points yet. Um, Does it count as a full song? Because the only song like half of it. Yeah, that's but that's how they do it at the halftime show. So far, I don't have any. You've only done two, right? Yeah, but I already. I'm looking for my scorecard. Oh, oh, there it is. Okay. 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 Uh, Because I already did it. Because I didn't want to do it on the fly. Uh, We all get a point for the special guest to appear because he had six of them, (laughs) and we all just took we took one, and then we mentioned others, and everybody showed up. Uh, Little John, Little John for Brandon and I. Ludacris for Kyle, Alicia Keys for Dawn, oh. and then there were others mentioned along the way there as well, so we all got a point for that. Because I wanted to win that portion of it. I was hoping she was going to be the only one. But then when the second one showed, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, now it's fun to see who else will show see, up. And I thought, I thought, uh, what's his name, was going to show up on skates. Guys, you guys were talking about, wasn't it, it's a Billy Joel? No, that's wrong. What, no, we who were am joking. I getting this? What the hell is <laughs> that? John? No, the old guy who had that song out. You guys were like, he yes, has that was Billy Joel. That Billy was Joel. Billy Joel. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm and no, thinking... we, were, we were joking about that. The, the roller skates. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was going to come out. If they didn't no. put him on roller skates, they'd at least pull him out in like one of those electrical cart chairs or something. Cart He's not that old. He can walk. Jeez. We just didn't want him on skates. Well, if he... Okay. Okay. <laughs> Number of collaborations. We all took the over, and there were more than two and a half collaborations in the halftime show. Uh, first word that Usher would say. Would he just start to sing? Oh. Would he Would he go, Hey, Vegas! Would he, uh, you could bet on yo... Vegas, what's up? Hello and yeah. Uh, we all took a different one and none of them were said. Kyle, Kyle did not bet. He just didn't like any of the choices. Uh, so Dawn took Vegas. Brandon took what's up. I took yo. And as I understand it, Brandon, you've confirmed the is the first word he said. Yeah, because he starts singing. It's just like a cold. Oh, so open. I win. So he didn't actually address the crowd. He just right. starts singing. So I so, get a point, right? No, because, the was the answer. That, but if it's part of the song and he started singing, no, then didn't, he didn't say uh, a word. You didn't no. choose anything. Yeah. Right. You didn't bet at all. That's right. You don't get anything. You chose to go off the board. So if I had chosen, he's just going to start with the song and not address the audience. You would have to figure out which song and then know the first word. Oh, exactly. That's mm-hmm. too much. Okay. <laughs> Gatorade color. Uh, Brandon and I took red. Dawn took clear. Kyle took the winner, purple. Yeah. Oh, man. Of course, to match the logo. <laughs> and this is how it should be for, for the Super Bowl. Uh, Brandon, Kyle, and Rob, the three men, got five. Dawn got three. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, then we got this email from Chuck. Uh, Chuck. Says, uh, the worst part was they showed Taylor Swift every time the Chiefs made a big gain. The commercials were lame. But thankfully not political. All right, oh. We'll go over the commercials here in a little bit. Nobody agrees on the commercials. Okay. Well, yeah. I was gonna say, did you see how many UFO references there were in the commercials? Like they were UFOs in like three different commercials, and then even the Bud Light commercial had a picture of an alien on the fridge. Oh. There was so much. And I, th- I seriously thought that prop bet of will aliens invade Las Vegas? We were talking about. I was like, is it gonna happen after the Super Bowl? Well, now you you do have that connection though with aliens in your past, so maybe yeah. you, you maybe you were seeing it more. I don't. I it didn't, was I just didn't a lot. It. I I, 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 I no, so I'll tell you which ones it was on. 
Um, the Taylor, uh, Taylor Swift conspiracy nonsense didn't come true other than, you know, the Chiefs won. Uh, she was supposed to endorse Joe Biden after the Chiefs won, and Travis Kelsey proposed to her on the 50-yard line. No word oh, from Chuck. All, all of the conspiracy theorists about that. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention, um, that we did have one other where we all got a point. Uh, we all got the uh, coin toss right. We all said heads, and it was heads to all start right. the game. Uh, as for Taylor Swift, after spending four hours, this, this, this got an entire story on usatoday.com. This is very compelling. After spending four hours inside her luxury suite at Allegiant Stadium, Taylor Swift emerged and in memorable fashion. Her boyfriend, tight end Travis Kelsey, and the Kansas City Chiefs had just won Super Bowl 58 in overtime, 25-22 against the 49ers. After cheering on Kelsey and the Chiefs, there was work ahead for the pop superstar. Somehow, she had to get from that luxury suite to the field. Oh, my God. For that, security implemented a strategy. They kept the suite door closed as other celebrities passed, such as NBA stars James Harden and Draymond Green. And when the coast was clear, out she came. A step behind, Kelsey's mother, Donna Kelsey. Swift walked down the corridor. Travis's brother, Jason, and dad, Ed, followed a few steps behind. Swift turned and smiled for photos as security guards guided the entourage to a service elevator. And they made their way down. Wow. Thank you, USA Today. Like, we all didn't know that's how it works. This is ridiculous. That gets a story? You know her plane thingy that you've been talking about and people keep track of it? Yes. So I was on the toilet and I was done reading what I was reading. (laughs) I went ahead and Googled it and it's when she landed in L.A. And I'm sitting there and I'm just watching, you know, the the plane comes in and, you know what, I found it all very creepy. I'm like, why do we sit and watch this? Then I actually felt bad for her that people are just watching her everywhere she goes, even in a plane and up in the air. And I, I don't know, I lost interest quickly, but I was just like... Wow. It's, yes, it's all over the place. I know we've talked about it, but when you Google it, it's like a thing. And they, it they, is a major they, thing. They, they track everybody, <laughs> politicians, all the celebrities are tracked there. I don't, I, like I said last week, I don't feel bad for her. This, there's nothing illegal about it, and she's a major celebrity. Yeah, you, you don't even see them. It's just the plane. No, I know. Right? Oh, it's, like, I'm like, it's, wait, I, do, are you sure she's in there? <laughs> That you one you do. See yeah. the plane. Yeah, that one you but do because like, you you know it's coming from Tokyo. Yeah. She only has one plane now, but still, it's just yes, it's very weird, very creepy. But that's I and mean, they showed a car, I guess, that she got in after whatever, and apparently she's in this car. I don't see her at all, but they're like they circle it. She's right there behind a curtain. I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I like how um, I think it was the day before the uh, a tweet came out from the Chiefs owner's daughter who confirmed Taylor's on her way. Like it, it, she felt that was an important tweet to put out. Oh God, you know it probably was for so many. Sadly, <laughs> but, yay, she's on her way. And they, you know, they I had I had all the pregame stuff on in the background uh, yesterday morning. And the NFL Network, they're making sure we know. Oh, we know that the plane landed last night uh, in uh, in Las Vegas. And they did the whole thing. She landed in Vegas or landed in L.A. and then got to Vegas. Listen, I I had that on a lot yesterday, the pre-stuff, because I like the vignettes. And I have a little more of an understanding why even normal sports fans are tired of this. I, 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 I've never heard them talk so much about a celebrity Whoever the sports guys are, whoever the exchanges are in the different shows. I'm just sitting there going, is this the Taylor show or the Super Bowl? I think I could see why people are like getting tired of it. Can you just stop? Um, uh, Greg wrote in and said the Gatorade was purple. I emailed last week about the true conspiracy, though I didn't have the onions to bet it. But, well, yeah, I remember. So the, the conspiracy there was that the logo that came out, 
It was designed two years ago. It came out in September. It was red and purple. That's why everybody thought the, the it was going to be the 49ers and the Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens were purple in the Super Bowl. And then the Chiefs beat the Ravens. So the Ravens can go to the Super Bowl. And then the conspiracy became, oh, well, the NFL changed it to Chiefs Niners because of Taylor Swift. And the Gatorade will be purple because that's her favorite color. So that <laughs> you, you still get that. Yep. You, you still got that, conspiracy theorists. Uh, uh, Justin says, I don't know if you discussed this or not, but there has been an outcry over how Alicia Keys hung all over Usher during the My Boo song. They're saying it was disrespectful to his new bride. Thoughts? Oh, uh, no, he was playing into it, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that could still be disrespectful to the new bride, if you think that. Uh, I just thought they were performing. Yeah. Same, I, I, I and just, I would hope that his bride knows and understands that, and they didn't just meet two days ago. His, she probably knows and understands all this, that it's entertained. Well, and his Vegas residency was very racy. That was one of the things that I didn't see it, but that's one of the things that was commonly mentioned. So, yes, I mean, I, I it's kind of like... Like one of our significant others getting mad for something we say on the show. It's like, what did you think you were signing up for? And Alicia Keys also is a happily married woman from as far as we know. Like, I mean, they're just performing. They're not actually saying they're each other's booze. They're trying to convey maybe how y'all feel when you're watching and listening to the song. People really uh, need things to be upset about. Oh, my gosh. Um, This is just a random one from uh, Michael that came in. Says, uh, Bitchney Mahomes is the scum of the earth. (laughs) Mark my words, at some point she is going to cause a nightmare for Patrick Mahomes. Think Amber Heard. Oh, God. You can just see it. She's a horrible person. Oh, well, I agree man. with all that. Oh. I, I just don't know what sparked that. Oh. I know. Is there something specific? Yeah. Horse manure in the bed? Ew. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. No bueno. Uh, let's see. This is from Jesse. Morning, Jesse. Want some horse manure? Uh, not sure if you spoke about it yet. I lost even more respect in regard to Travis Kelsey with him arguing with his head coach. I know it's the Super Bowl, but I would have sat his ass a little bit longer. But they, but they know that they needed him. Yeah, okay. I mean, look, you can have that reaction, Jesse. We did already talk about it. Uh, Don didn't like seeing it. I wasn't bothered by it because it's football. It's the Super Bowl. And most notably because they both said after the game, it's a nothing burger. Travis is passionate. Uh, all in the, And they hugged. Uh, he and the, I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of non-football fans are, are – are, it's just kind of like getting upset at the Usher, Alicia Keys thing. It's like – and look, I know we don't have the numbers yet, 100, 120 million people watch. I think just a lot of non-football fans are peering in and they're not realizing – Every week, this happens on one sideline, at least. A player yells at a coach, whether it's the head coach, his offensive coordinator, defense coordinator. It's a passionate, testosterone-filled game. And by the way, he didn't mean to bump, and everybody knows this. He wasn't trying to bump Andy Reid. Andy Reid said, I was off balance, and he just happened to get me. And he did, you can see, Travis did stick his arm out to make sure the coach was okay while yelling at him. And all indications are he apologized to the coach at halftime. Coach was like, dude, get out of here. There's nothing here. Yeah, yeah. When you first watch it, though, as like a sports fan, I guess, and then you, as a kid playing sports, there's no way I would have ever talked back to my coach like that. No. It, it just wouldn't well, even cross my mind. And the I, fact where you see him going up there and doing that, he's a talented player and he can make game-winning plays. But at the same time, it's very disrespectful. Hey, you know, sometimes uh, coaches deserve it. I, I, I went off on my uh, – on my uh, the last year I played Little League, so I was 13, on my coach, uh, the manager of our Little League team, because he was just being a jerk to the whole team. And, and I was wildly respected by everybody on the team for doing it. I, you know, Travis is like, look, dude, if I would have been in the play, that guy wouldn't have fumbled. <laughs> I'm a Hall of Fame tight end. Put me in. And they're not it's, – it's, it's not a kid talking to an adult. 
It's two adults that are passionately trying to win a game. I, and it's part of the football culture, and I guess that's the, the, the thing that I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around here. Yeah, like I'm fine with the football culture and them having testosterone. Um, I love seeing it sometimes. Uh, it's just, it's, I, I, it's a bad look. I don't like to see that. However, like I already mentioned earlier, I mean, I give them grace over it. It's not like, I mean, we all make mistakes. We all act in ways that we wish we wouldn't have in a moment. You know, if this is a moment in time, if he did this every single game, it would get a little old. Oh, yeah. If he threw these baby tantrums all the time and got in his coach's face all the time, then this would be very much a different conversation. I didn't – I I I get the explanation of him doing it. I just – obviously, he shouldn't do that. Yeah, it's just such a nothing burger for me and for most of football. And so I think a lot of us are just kind of like, okay, guys, you just work and, it out amongst yourselves. And you know what? That is, to me, I land on, that's good for them. You know, knowing that they're good and they're fine and they made amends is all that yeah. matters. And I, I just would prefer you not to act that way. And it seems like he doesn't do that every single game. I don't know. I don't watch all the games. No, he doesn't have a reputation okay. for this for at all. For doing that, then no. there you go. And, and I definitely do not transfer this now into his personal life yeah that was the fun sakes, part was you know? that it's a red flag for uh, taylor swift Be- and, and he obviously beats her I I, <laughs> I I i don't like the jump and then i also don't like what it implies for taylor what is she some weak little woman that you know it's like they're they're not giving her uh strength that that she wouldn't know better and it, i'd also <laughs> there, there's all of that and the other thing too in there is that we just wildly overreact to toxic masculinity so much a man can yell at another man now and then what exactly was said, I don't know if we'll ever know if NFL Films will release it. I, I just have no—I'm so indifferent to this conversation. So we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back, and we'll go over the commercials that half of the people say were the best commercials, while the other half say were the worst commercials, and they're the same commercials. It's nuts. <laughs> Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. New Year, same crap in the stupid store. Rad stuff, bad stuff, food stuff. Get yours now at radradio.com. You're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. Coming up in about 20 minutes after we go over the Super Bowl commercials. Uh, instead of you seeing uh, uh, the sights and sounds, what's going on during our commercials uh, with the studios, you're going to get the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, the big little puppy. What's coming up, Brando? We've got Rosie the Black Lab playing uh-huh. Fetch Indoors, and then Black Lab's Basil and Rosemary what? celebrate their 12th birthday Aww. with little puppy uh, cakes. And then a 10-year-old, uh, 10-year-old the jokester, Lily. Lily, thank you so much. Gosh, I don't know why I blinked on that. 10-year-old Lily, she uh, is actually showing off her stuff that she's working what? with the uh, reptiles. Ah, yeah. And oh, she's actually feeding right. uh, mice to snakes yeah. in this video. Awesome. Yes. Oh, All right. So if that's compelling, by the way, if you're like driving around and listening, don't don't forget, you can always watch uh, everything that's uh, on Rad TV anytime by going to members.radradio.com. Uh, one quick email before we get to the uh, Super Bowl commercials. They uh, Last night after the game ended, they posted... The logo for Super Bowl 59 so that we can immediately start the conspiracy theories over who's going to be in next year's Super Bowl. Because <laughs> oh, remember, it was all last, all this season, it was going to be the Ravens and the Niners because it was red and purple. But then the NFL, they saw the Taylor Swift thing. So they made it red on red, Chiefs and Niners, and they made the Gatorade purple because of Taylor Swift. So that's how they justify that in the conspiracy world. So uh, Super Bowl 59's logo, uh, Greg wrote in and said, going off of next year's Super Bowl logo, 
I guess it'll be the Green Bay Packers and the Baltimore Ravens, or perhaps the Vikings. Because so the Vikings can't play the Packers because they're in the same thing. Because it's a you got purple, you got green, and you got some goldish yellow in there. So you could do, you could do the Ravens for sure with the purple, uh, the green and yellow. You could do you could say you could say the Packers, yes, but you could also say the Eagles for the green. Uh, uh, I mean, there's, this is this is the great thing. You, you can put it, and, and it's got the mask for the Mardi Gras is in there as, as well. Yeah, maybe it's uh, with the green. I'm thinking Seahawks. This is the first thing that popped yeah. out at me. See, I mean that that yes, it could be the Seahawks. Absolutely, uh, it be it could be the, the the Carolina Panthers. I mean, not that they have a chance, but they got a the little bit of purple in there too. Hmm, so but stupid. what I do see is they've kept the purple because somehow they want to keep Taylor Swift around. Yes, hmm. they've kept the purple, but. <laughs> No red at all. So the Niners, the Chiefs, ooh, they got ooh. no chance. She's going to move on and date someone else in the purple teams. Mm, I like where your head is at. <laughs> or she's going to have so much influence over the Chiefs that they're going to change their uniforms to purple. <laughs> um, to the commercials, a few people wrote in already. This is an odd one. Uh, Josh said a close second for the best commercials. He doesn't tell us what. Well, what's, what's the first, first one? It, yeah. It, it, I mean, it ain't overwhelming. There isn't a first. There, uh, no poll agrees. Is he keeping it a secret for uh, himself? <laughs> a close second for the best commercials was the one where they had the Eagles, the Ravens, and the Seahawks flying around like birds. Yeah, that, that was, was funny. That was for the NFL Sunday ticket. I hated it. And players oh, for it. I, yeah, I loved it. I, I this, hated it. Probably because it was football. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> hey, look. I don't expect us to agree on anything with this yeah, because yeah, the yeah. country does not agree on any of well, these it things. Hate's a strong word. It, 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 I was indifferent. It did nothing for me. Andrew has uh, the following commercials I liked: the Reese's peanut butter caramel cup, yeah, uh, yeah. the Reese uh, Neil Diamond in the Volkswagen commercial, no, nah. yeah. uh, no. flying birds. Yeah, I liked that one. Um, and uh, the Kawasaki business and the front party and the back mullet cut. That was a good one. Yeah. I, I chuckled. Okay. It was okay. I expected more. Uh, and he said the worst one was for dude wipes. Um, I don't remember that one. Yeah, it, it wasn't that memorable. Okay. Honestly. Anyway, you can write in with yours. Uh, but uh, I, So the way I put together this list is the, one, the ones that everyone is talking about, and very few of these do people agree about. Uh, the uh, the the J Lo Ben Affleck oh, Matt Damon love Tom Brady commercial love. Dunkin' Donuts um, that w- that has oh been voted best yeah I best love and it. worst oh my yeah. god in two of the uh, in t- let's listen to it here I was thirty six thousand feet in the air when uh, oh sorry that's the wrong one <laughs> here we go got J Lo she came to my work it's Ben Affleck I gotta show her what I can do this is an old joke between them Affleck on the track Ben Affleck's got his Dunkin' Donuts blazer on or whatever. It's ridiculous. It is. It's ridiculous looking. Play a coach. Tom Brady's there. Sometimes it's really hard to be your friend. You said you were gonna J-Lo's horrified. Matt Damon's. And then they start to dance. Yeah, my problem is I understand like them. my own personal problems with everybody in the commercial. Yeah. Other than Tom Brady. Are we going to be on the album? We talked about this. That is, by the way, how J-Lo treats them. You're blinded by them pinstripes. Wrap it up. Here goes Babe Ruth. Tom, you can stay. Remember when I told you I'd do anything for you? This is anything. Chill. They're naming a drink after us. That'll, that'll start some good rumors that Jay yeah. was having an affair with Tom Brady. Yeah, exactly. I love that one. <laughs> yeah. I, this is in my yeah. top four. I, I hate everybody in it except for Brady, so I, <laughs> I, I, 
I have I I've, I've recused myself. Yeah. Uh, from that. Oh, the minute I saw Matt Damon, I'm like, oh, Rob is so out now for sure. Yeah. I mean, he was already out, but now he's triple yeah. quadruple out. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't I couldn't I could not remove myself from the situation. Oh, uh, the one that most people do agree uh, and has the most overall positive score. Uh, was uh, Beyonce trying to break the internet. And I think a lot of that is because at the end, when she announces she's got new music coming out, the people are, that's why they're voting it was such a great, I mean, it's a fun commercial. I thought it was dumb. It was all right. See, <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was great. Broke the internet again. Did you post this? No. Well, not on purpose. Well, it's coming in hot. Ah, it's Verizon 5G. The network is crazy powerful. I bet you can't break that. <laughs> I bet I can. Now she Wait, goes what? through a whole bunch of things to try to break the internet. Lemonade stand. Beyonce breaks the internet, but can she break Verizon? Broken? Mm, no. Time for a surprise drop. Now she's playing the sax. <laughs> Let's get saxy. <laughs> Did I break it? You broke me. <laughs> no. Say my name. Slay Atsay. But it still doesn't work. Slay so. my name. Uh, Introducing. Beyonce. In the... What the? Seriously? How about Bar Bay? Bar Bay, because her, her nickname is Bay, B E Y. Oh, right, Bar right, Bay right, right, and okay. the pink. Yeah. And now she's the BOTUS, Beyonce of the United yeah, States. Right. Right. Yeah. Still hasn't broken the internet. I thought you meant in the sphere. No. And she's Still on the working. Vegas sphere. Okay. How about the first woman to launch the first rocket for the first performance, performance in, in space? Verizon didn't break. You ain't gonna break me. Still works. Okay, they ready. Drop the new music. That, by the way, did really break the internet for three yeah. minutes. The internet went down because everybody was like, did Beyonce just announce there's new music? And she'd already put the announcement up simultaneously as the commercial I, I couldn't have been more disinterested. And I loved it. Way to outshine Usher. <laughs> love, the, uh, love the commercial. Yeah, well, that, yeah. that wasn't going to be hard. <laughs> Not hard to do at yeah. all. Um, so that one got the most positives. Okay, the, 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 now this, again, I'm biased on this one, uh, for, uh, for BMW. There we go. Oh, <laughs> this one was great. It was. <laughs> nice ride. It's the real deal. Christopher Walken. Yes. The real one. <laughs> it's the real deal. <laughs> yeah. Impersonations. Thank you. Of oh, course. Good. Enjoy your coffee. None of these are Christopher Walken, though. No. <laughs> your dog's so cute. Mm, yeah. Ooh, so adorable. Yeah, wow. Yeah, right. We both know it's the man. Makes the clothes. Oh, you know, you look nice. Okay. We done? <laughs> Hello, Mr. Walken. Oh Does this table work for you? <laughs> Come on, the waiter too. Everybody. Did someone say yeah? And there's Usher. Boo. 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 Someone pee? <laughs> yeah. That was the best part of the halftime oh. show. <laughs> there's only one Christopher Walken oh, and only one ultimate and driving machine. The rest are just <laughs> imitations. Come on. I mean, that was just fun. Why, why didn't Usher do a Christopher Walken impersonation? Exactly. It's yeah. easy Holy. to teach. I mean, you can do it oh, eventually. That'd be so funny. That would have made that commercial yeah. great and would have made Usher great for that moment. But people either love or hate that thing. I loved it. Oh, it was fun. A lot of people are saying, like, we need more bad impersonations on TV, which is the whole point. You know, <laughs> but those no were sense. Pretty good bad ones <laughs> that made you laugh. Like I said, that nobody agrees on these damn commercials. <laughs> My husband and I at first 
were like, oh, John Voight from... <laughs> John Voight? <laughs> Ray Donovan's dad! And, and then my husband's like, oh no, wait, it's Christopher Walken. I'm like, oh my God, it is. Ray Donovan's a character <laughs> on a show. Yes, He's actually you. Angelina Jolie's father in yes. real life before anybody gets confused. <laughs> oh. Uh, and, and if, by the way, if people don't already do this to Christopher Walken, I hope that they do walk up to him and do their best Christopher Walken it, to him. He's brought it on himself now. It made me wonder, is this a thing with him? And that's how this came right. to be a commercial. Um, did you, uh, did you, Kyle, say you liked the uh, Kawasaki commercial? Yes, I did. All right, Evan wrote in and said, I have a big issue with the mullet Kawasaki commercial. The whole thing was built on the business in the front party in the back. The back of that rig was the truck bed. The back of it's for the work. And the front has the designs that are meant to look fun and fast. So it's party in the front, business in the back, and the whole premise is wrong. Oh, whatever. Whoever came up with that is an idiot. Oops. Uh, I don't know. It was a funny commercial. It had me chuckling and made me think of Kawasaki. Isn't that the point of the commercial is yeah. that they did it backwards intentionally? That's what they're saying. Maybe about I didn't it. give it too much thought. Like I didn't. I didn't get that deep into what this no. homeboy is talking yeah. about. Fair enough. <laughs> um, then we have okay. We have the singing, dancing uh, Jason uh, Mimosa commercial for T-Mobile. They come over to welcome him to the neighborhood, but his internet's down, uh, and uh, so they sing and dance about T-Mobile and the Wi-Fi. Sorry, party's canceled. Waiting on the cable internet guy. Tell him Zach. First, I had cable, but those cords weren't me. I needed to find new Wi-Fi. And he cried. I didn't cry. So he switched to T-Mobile. Home internet with 5G. It runs on their network. Just plug it in and you'll see. Now Momo is dancing too and singing. I need home internet from T-Mobile to fulfill my life. Not him doing that backflip. <laughs> oh boy, don't tell the internet that. Here's another one. Yeah, what's up? We have T-Mobile now. Party's back on. So you get your shirt off. You guys are fine. Yeah, shut up. Uh, I have I have multiple problems with that commercial. A, I hate the campaign to begin with. The the whole singing T-Mobile guys. I I, I hate that that campaign. You add in Jason Momoa, who's a creep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And, and and it's just it's not it's and that yes the internet was is was split yesterday over whether or not Jason Momoa really did that backflip. He did not. You could totally tell it's not him. Just pause it and look. Well, you can tell because he if you watch it the way. It's meant for us to see it. He lands on his knee. He would have broken his knee <laughs> if it was him actually Good doing point. it. They, they cut to the side view of him kneeling wait, already. Wait, wait, did you say this one was very much liked? This one was also very much liked and very much hated. Oh, okay, I'm on the yeah. hate side. Using, I have to pick a side. Using five different hate, surveys yeah. of actual people that were watching the Super Bowl, this one got like three and two. And at this point, I didn't and, even care. I was like, yeah. wow, that's one of the best, but, oh, but it's one of the worst. Okay. And why Dirty Dancing? Yeah, that uh, is that something either. come back, or I mean, am I out of the loop on something? Because they even do the like the water I, thing, and then they bring Jennifer Coolidge. Was that her name, <laughs> or am I thinking of the wrong? Girl? Is that who that was at the end? Jennifer Coolidge, <laughs> the girl that was in Dirty Dancing, I mean, no one recognizes her anymore because of the nose job. No, oh yeah, yeah. What, what was her name? What was her I mean, name? Her, her Jennifer... career went nowhere. <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge is the one that's on that. Uh... Oh, she's been on so many. Things. Aren't they? Aren't they remaking Dirty Dancing or something like that? Uh, maybe, I think so. Maybe. Oh, that you did report, yeah, and people were mad, right? <laughs> Jennifer Gray. Jennifer yeah. Gray. People are mad about everything. That's I mean, true. <laughs> people are mad we're playing commercials right now. Oh my 
Steven wrote in and said, why am I not surprised? This is about the Beyonce commercial. Why am I not surprised that Rob's favorite? I didn't. Did I say it was my favorite? No, you just said you really liked it. Yeah, because I, I, we're coming up on my favorites. Uh, why am I not surprised that Rob's favorite commercial was the one with the gorgeous black woman? Well, that does help. <laughs> uh, and I do I do love Beyonce. Uh, okay, so so uh, th- now this one. Okay, this next one is is definitely one of my favorites. Top three for me. Also was named best commercial in one poll, worst commercial commercial in another poll, oh. and was like top ten and bottom ten in the other three. I, 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 people, I they there. Anyways, it's for State Farm. Oh. They're running out of the house with the dogs. Oh, the puppies. Thank you, Agent State Farm. Like a good neighbor. Oh yeah. State Farm is there. Yeah. Cut. Hey, Arnold, I'm hearing neighbor. It's a neighbor. That's what I said. Neighbor. I love him. neighbor. Neighbor. <laughs> hey, let's go again. Like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. Cut. Now what? It's neighbor. Neighbor. Cut. <laughs> neighbor. Yeah. There's Jake. Neighbor. Just like it's written on a paper. This <laughs> <laughs> neighbor. Look at this. This is labor. Like a good neighbor. That was, that was the funniest the part. And you know it. It's like you're cold. Yeah, I'm cold. Bah. <laughs> neighbor. Still no. Like a good neighbor. What? Burr. Bah. Burr. Bah. Burr. Bah. Neighbor. Neighbor. Burr. Bah. Burr. Bah. Get me under this chopper. It's <laughs> chopper. <laughs> it is. A little bit more concealer. Hey, Arnold. <laughs> Got a bit of a script change. Script change. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this. <laughs> Thank you, Agent State Farm. Like, like a, a good, good neighbor, <laughs> State Farm uh, yes, is there. Simple. You are a backstabber. <laughs> You're a backstabber. <laughs> I thought that was great. That yeah. was such a good one. Let's just one. move on to the flashback scene. I, I swear, swear to be a, a good neighbor. neighbor. <laughs> I think we nailed it. I, the best one. That, that was yes, great. I yeah. loved it so much. In retrospect, I oh. thought I was hoping that they could have done something with Bill Burr as well. Bill oh Burr. my God. They'll Burr. have him come out. Yeah. By the way, you can stop emailing. I got it. I got it. Everybody's emailing that that wasn't dirty dancing, it's flash dance. Right. Oh, that's yeah. it. And yes, that was Jennifer you. Beals. <laughs> yes. Okay. All Same of that. Thing. Yep. Thank All right. You. Deleting that yes, one. Yes. Deleting <laughs> that one. Deleting no, that yeah. one. No one cares, Jennifer. Deleting that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then, oh, so like I said, that one, the State Farm one, best in one, oh. worst in another. So and good. The people didn't like it said, okay, we're all done with Arnold Schwarzenegger, has an accent. But Whatever. it's still funny. They, they don't think it is. And it was is. so foobar if you watch that show at all. Was it Fubar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fubar. It's a Netflix series that Schwarzenegger did. Uh, and then uh, uh, Judge Judy for Elf Cosmetics. All rise. Judge Beauty. Sorry, Judge back. Beauty. Beauty fades. Dumb is forever. His boss was overspending on beauty. She's wasting company funds on overpriced makeup. Good makeup is expensive. Now, pricey makeup is a scam, like couples therapy or boundaries. Ooh, I object to his whole vibe. You're telling me you need to spend $92 on foundation? Don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. I confess. <laughs> I just want it to look gooey. Radiant. Luminous. Glowy. Elf and hot. Yeah, but this stuff costs a fortune and it isn't even cruelty free. I know. I'm not proud of it. Gasp. <gasps> I find you guilty of reckless spending and sentence you to $14 glowy skin. <laughs> okay, just wait. Stop. 
So what do I get? Sorry, no makeup can cover up irritating. Judge Beauty serves eyes, lips, facts. An elf we trust. I guess uh, those are two people from Suits. Oh, so many people from Suits okay. on there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lots of people. And so I didn't know any of that. I still enjoyed the commercial. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure I would have enjoyed it as much. I love Judge Judy if I I literally just got on the Suits train. I have I have not wanted to because you know, Megan, whatever, the princess that's married to Harry, she's on that show. And obviously, this is years, years ago, but it is good. People have been telling me, like, Don, it is good. I've just started watching it. So I'm like, oh my God, I know all these people. Such a stupid show. <laughs> God, you would like that. I do. Yeah, you would. No, that doesn't surprise I'm only me at all. On season one, but it's good. Oh. Trust me, it doesn't get any better. <laughs> uh, that one that one did pretty well. The Elf Cosmetics commercial got pretty high marks. Um, this one, though, this one did not get good remarks anywhere that I could find. The Uber Eats commercial. Oh, there, where is it? Find it. I'm sorry. There it is. There we go. Jennifer Aniston. Oh, can you pause on that? that. Well, you have to start it over, right? Just yeah. go, ahead. go ahead. The whole premise, if you didn't see it, is don't forget Uber Eats. And so Jennifer Aniston makes the premise in the beginning of if you remember Uber Eats, you got to forget something else. Yeah. And then it's a whole commercial of people forgetting things. I thought it was fine. I didn't so think did it was I. one of the worst, which is what it's coming up on in most of the scores. You. I didn't know you could get all the stuff on Uber Eats. You got to remember that. Well, you know what they say. In order to remember something, you got to forget something else. Make a little room. And that's how I remember Uber Eats has coffee, by forgetting something else. <laughs> Have a seat. <laughs> So this guy doesn't remember, remember how to sit down. Wasn't it the cinnamon sisters? The Beckhams. Is it paprika girls? <laughs> no, that's absurd. Jen. Hey. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston doesn't remember David okay. Schwimmer. Have we met? Jelly Someone roll. doodle on my face? So glad I remember tattoo. Uber Eats has office supplies. No pants. I feel like I forgot something. Got to wear yeah. pants. There's peanuts and peanut butter? <laughs> it's not coming off! Oh, it's the primary ingredient. Give me hands. Worked together for 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. You were great. You still don't know, do you? I don't. Right. <laughs> like, I forget 10 years of my life. Oh, man. I hate this town. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I hope I get to play the halftime show someday, man. Oh, sure, get out of here. Yeah. You're just ruining everything. <laughs> I liked it. My favorite part was the guy with the, uh, there's peanuts and peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was cute. Um, this uh, one also got panned left and right uh, with a one agency writing, this feels like Hellman's ad execs went with the first suggestion that was thrown out at the pitch meeting. And if that suggestion was, quote, what if there was a cat and Kate McKinnon was there but did nothing? End quote. And then Hellman's did the commercial. The cat is a talking cat because it's, it just played. <laughs> Leftover chicken, scallions, this cheese. What are you going to make with this? Mayo. 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 <laughs> Hellman's. Holy you can talk. And then she says, Mayo. And boom, Hellman saves the leftovers. <laughs> oh my gosh, this cat is talking. <laughs> she can't spell. Eating it raw, that had to be Brandon's part. All right, now look at the jaw. Look at the jaw, now look at me. Give me a little. Now, mommy, look up and look away. That's your tummy, that's your tummy. This cat is everywhere. There's Pete Davidson. Yes, it's serious. Mayo cat dumps him. He lasted longer than most. Want to go pound some milk and rip up my couch? Good talk. <laughs> <laughs>
That was like adding I, in Davidson was perfect yeah, and then he wouldn't yeah. get dumped. I, I, I liked it. <laughs> I laughed too. at it. I don't know why it's getting destroyed. It was funny. It, yeah. it, it, it was. The only, the only problem I have with it is that a third of the country doesn't get Hellman's mayonnaise. I'm not sure why they, they spent so much. I, I know what they're going for. They're hoping that we make the connection of the bottle, the best foods looks it, exactly it like does, yeah. Hellman's. Oh, I, I don't know how many people make that connection. Well, and I, Brandon, I love mayonnaise, but even I, the scene where she's like scooping it spoonfuls oh. into her mouth, that yeah. was too much for me. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> We're not going to play the last one I have for you, Brando. Okay. Um, I, I, I hated the Popeye's Ken Jong commercial because I'm so done with him. But did anybody, did we miss any? Did, did, any, did anything that stood out? I, I, I seriously suck on the alien commercials because there was four <laughs> of them. And I'll point them out. The Oreo commercial had to do with aliens. Okay. Bud Light dealt with aliens. There was It was brief. There was an alien on the refrigerator. It was a picture of one. And then there was the Squarespace UFOs. Yeah. No, and then, oh, the Baja Blast commercial, abducted by UFOs. <laughs> there was so much aliens involved in the commercials. I was seriously wondering... <laughs> Are they going to announce it soon? Or are they just trying to put it in our heads? Like, I've always got the tinfoil hat on wondering about aliens and wondering if they're really going to come invade us soon. So the Squarespace one, the, what I enjoyed about that one with the UFOs is that everyone is so into their social media, mm-hmm. just looking at their phones, that right above them are all these, you know, UFOs. But no one sees them yes. or notices because they're just too busy on their phones. Uh, if there's a big one we missed, feel free to email us, red at radradio.com. We're going to play Treble Trouble right now. You get a one-month membership to Rad TV and members.radradio.com, and you're qualified to win one of 10 pair of top-tier tickets to see Sticks at the Hard Rock Live Sacramento, including one winner snagging upfront tickets to the show on February 27th. You're going to get a three-second song clip. You tell us the title of the song, and you win. Call our 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20, and if nobody knows the song title, like a good neighbor. <laughs> Droplets everywhere, and no winner. 888-989-9811 for Treble. Treble. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Rob, anybody, and Dawn, setting the standards since standards were dramatically lowered. This is Rad Radio. A couple of emails are kind of sort of related to the same theme here. Uh, got, what, three emails came in, uh, all wanting to know why we didn't mention one commercial in particular. And, and the answer for me is, I've seen it a hundred times before Super Bowl Sunday. I, I, either because they're, they've been running a promotion on the shows I watch, I saw it on the internet, but a lot of people wanted to know about the Paramount Plus uh, commercial with Patrick oh, yeah. Stewart and all it the It was Par- all over Instagram and TikTok. Yeah, yeah so I did, I, I, what, yeah, it was a, an afterthought when I saw it. When I, I, these were my, we went over my favorites, but um, I had my sub ones and I forgot. I really liked the Pluto TV one with the couch potatoes. Yeah. Oh, where he's farming ooh. couch potatoes. Oh my God, I loved that. So the, the theme here is the internet ruins everything. So that, yes, the, the, the Paramount Plus commercial was all over, it was on the internet. They showed it a million times on the gram. Uh, and then Kai wrote in, because we were talking about the Uber Eats commercial where you forget something so that you remember Uber Eats. And I made the comment that the funniest part. What to me was the guy holding the peanut butter jar, and he says there's peanuts and peanut butter. And then we got this email, and it took me a second to figure out what the hell is going on here. He says, I may be wrong, but I heard that they pulled the peanut allergy segment from the Jennifer Aniston commercial due to outrage from the allergy community, and they only showed that part online, not the CBS broadcast. Um, and oh. I watched them all online. Yeah. And, and I, oh. so I, I have this memory of it. I don't even know if I watched most of these commercials uh, yesterday, but it is true. Uh, the scene, the original version, which you can see online, when he's, I didn't even notice this, 
when he says there's peanuts in peanut butter, they actually put a warning on the bottom of the screen that says, please, please, please do not forget there are peanuts in peanut butter. Uh, and the ad faced backlash from the peanut butter joke, the food allergy research and education uh, station, I guess, uh, sent a message to them on Twitter X Jeez. saying, we're incredibly disappointed by Uber Eats' use of life-threatening food allergies as humor oh, in its God. Super Bowl commercial. The so suffering of 33-plus million Americans with this condition is no joke. Life-threatening food allergies is a disease. Enough is enough. And so the updated version of the commercial that ran during the Super Bowl did not include the peanut butter. Just can't have comedy anymore. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it, I, honestly, it doesn't surprise me, but God, and for them to cave, that's just pathetic. God. Trouble, 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 Peanut allergy people are nuts. And why is it okay to leave it in in the online version? It's still up there. And what? people watch online. Do they not know that? <laughs> We've got a, a free membership uh, for a month to Rad TV and members.radradio.com. Uh, and you're qualified to win one of 10 pair of top-tier tickets to see Sticks at the Hard Rock Live Sacramento, including one winner. Snagging upfront tickets to the show on February 27th. Danny, you're caller 18. Morning. 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 You will guess first. If you know the song title, you win. If not, we go to Gabby. Hello. Hello. And Eric. What's up? What's up? It was a rough Super Bowl for uh, Eric, I think. We are looking <laughs> for a rock power ballad from a band I hate from 1989. Rock and I mean, I hate them as human beings, as people. I've met them many times. They're just, they're <laughs> rotten people. Figures they'd be from Sacramento. Uh, Danny, do you know the title of that song? Uh, no clue. All right. What about you, Gabby? No, I don't either. Eric, that leaves it up to you. Love song. By the Cretans known as Tesla. It's oh, called man. Love Song. You know, I used to love them. I, 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 I went to see Tesla in Reno when we worked in Reno. Yeah. Um, I always liked their music, and the minute I met them, I hated everything they ever touched because yeah. they're that awful. I, just, I always liked them, and I, I, I went to a few of their concerts. But, I mean, just a lot of music has fallen out of my rotation as I've gotten older. They're just not one that I keep around. Oh, see, and I've met the lead singer once, and he was actually super nice to me. So it was weird to hear you say that because mm -hmm. with the experience I had, I was like, oh, that was really cool, man. He, he turned it on for you. I'm, I mean, because I've, I've hung out with him in very social situations mm -hmm. and got to see the real them. And no, thank you. Worst, the worst type of, of celebrities that there are out there. Uh, three more chances for you to win and qualify tomorrow morning, 7, 8, and 9 a.m. All right, a couple more emails about Super Bowl commercials. Uh, this, was, this was a good one. Josh said the best commercial I saw yesterday was Sarah V with Michael Sarah. Let my yes! cream moisturize you. Oh, my God, yeah. that one was good. 
And that was all because of his comedic timing. They, they did, a, sure. did a great job with that one. Uh, Matthew says, my three worst Super Bowl commercials were the He Gets Us Jesus Had a Foot Fetish commercial. Oh, I, I love, love that. that one. The RFK presidential commercial, I just don't need politics anywhere. And the Annoying as Hell Timu ad. That came up a lot. That did. Yeah. I oh. was like, oh, I can walk into the kitchen because I've already seen this one. I don't need to retain it. Speaking of, of that, <laughs> oh Alex God. says, hey, did you guys see any ads for homes.com? I didn't see any. Maybe I missed all 50 of them. <laughs> uh, and William said, uh, because of the Hellman's Cat commercial, you know, the mayonnaise and uh, what's her name, Kate McKinnon. Uh, William says, Pete Davidson is the biggest douchebag ever. He's so cringe. I can't understand why people put him on TV. He's not funny. He's just annoying and douchey. And man, I could have written that email two years ago, and he's grown on me. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a. Not, I mean, he seems like a good person. I don't know what it is that I've allowed him to grow on me because he doesn't seem like he's a good person to me at all. <laughs> he's just genuine, I think. Yeah, he's yeah. got like this carefree Maybe. attitude almost, where he's like nothing really bothers him anymore. Yeah, and that's what I used to hate about him. Oh. I, I gotta, I gotta, and, I gotta recheck in on Pete Davidson here. And, and mm-hmm. he, and he's had no problem. Sharing his flaws and mental issues, and all that we everyone's flawed, right? I think, and he has no problem putting that out there. I think that's what softened me to him, and I forgot all of these legitimate reasons that I don't like him. Well, and the other thing too is mm. he has fun at making shots at himself. He doesn't take himself too seriously. Yeah, and I yeah, love that. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I just, I just. I, I don't know. I want to hate him. I, 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 really, I, I really do. He still lives with, his, lives with his mom. Good. There we go. I'll just, I'll just stick to that. Rob. Baby. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. After a nice, long holiday break, Rad Radio has one thing to say. When is our next vacation? And now, back to the mediocrity that is Rob, Anybody, and Dawn. Uh, we got this email, rad at radradio.com from Shannon. Hey, Shannon. Uh, Dawn actually brought this up during the commercial break as well. Uh, she says with your previous comments, because Brandon got me to, to go back to hating Pete Davidson by reminding me he lives with his mother. Uh, Shannon says with your previous comments on Bradley Cooper and his mommy issues, I thought it was super hilarious that he appeared in, with her in the T-Mobile auditions commercial. What a tool he turned out to be. Yes. <laughs> He is. They were sitting on the stairs together trying to figure out their audition. Yeah, I left the room. <laughs> Speaking of Bradley Cooper, Rob, did you get a chance to actually watch the movie Maestro that he was in? No, I have not watched it yet. It was awful, okay. in my opinion. Okay, good. And, and not because it's all in black and white. I, I, I think that, that that was cool. And I, I was interested in the story of um, of, of the uh, conductor that the movie is based off of. Um, but they were so like it, it's so old timey that they are talking over each other so quickly that it's hard to keep up with what they're trying to say. So subtitles Ugh. are like a must. Ugh. But it's just like such a like yeah, see that I just pay but see and it's no. like yes, no. and they're talking over each other consistently. So it was just really oh. hard to enjoy. Uh and it was uh, Leonard Bernstein. Right? Leonard Bernstein. Okay. Um now the, okay, you know what? You remember we had that video a couple weeks ago of that bitch uh, Brittany Mahomes right. uh where where everybody said she was like waving off a security guard and she wasn't. You know, I hate having to defend this whore. Yeah. That, <laughs> but I mean She's really hated. I mean, there's a lot of people that hate her. So they find these videos and they go, oh, my God, look, she's such a snob. When all she was doing, she was going, where do we go now? And she's twirling her hands. It's I, absolutely something I could see my wife doing, Dawn doing. I, I didn't get that one. This one is way overblown, too, from what I've seen. 
um, Alberto wrote in. Hola. Brandon's part Mexican. And said, there's a video. Have you seen it, Rob? It's a Super Bowl party at a club, and you see Jackson Mahomes. That's Patrick's brother. He's a juvenile delinquent, but he's not a juvenile. Uh, he's talking to security, and you see Brittany say something to the security guard, and the security guard tells Jackson Mahomes, I'm sorry, I can't. And then you see Brittany shrug her shoulders and say, oh, well, that's not the way I saw the video. I, I watched I watched the one that I'm told is the viral version. And, yes, Patrick's younger brother is at a club, and Brittany's in a VIP area. And Brittany is standing there by the security guard. And what we're supposed to believe is that she tells the security guard not to let him in. And there's a, there's a reason for all this. And you do see the security guard look at him and say, I'm sorry, I can't. Now, Brittany's still standing there. Mm-hmm. And then you, the next thing you see of the clip is she's over on the – she's back to the dance floor, and she's turning to one of her girlfriends, and she's shrugging. Now – she could be shrugging, going, well, too bad for him. She could be. She could also be going, I don't know why they won't let him in. I, I, don't, I don't know. There's, there's no correlation here between and, – and, and this guy uh, who wrote in said you can see Brittany shrug her shoulders and say, oh, well, I can't find that video. So I, I don't know that part. Did you just say that she said to not let him in? That's what we're supposed to believe. Oh. But you don't see it. You don't see, it's from the back. You don't see what she says. And the reason we're supposed to believe all of this – is because it's a day after Jackson Mahomes was spotted with Travis Kelsey's ex-girlfriend, Kayla Nicole, and Brittany, you know, she's best friends with Taylor, and so she's not going to be nice to Jackson if he's going to go out with Travis's ex. So was she supposed to leave? So she was already there. She's in the VIP. She's already there. She's already having a time with her friends or whatever. He comes, tries to get in, he can't, and so they're thinking... She should have tried harder and or left because he couldn't get in. Well, I think— I, Or is it just that she shrugged it off? I think that what they're saying is she told the security guard not to let him in. That's the story. Uh, okay. I, I, so. I don't—well, and the shrugging, oh, well. Uh, well, and listen, and we don't know the dynamics of behind the scenes with this family— I mean, maybe she's had it and just didn't right. want to be around him that night. I mean, he is you a know, troublemaker, left and right. <laughs> and, I mean, and don't she's still a bitch, and and but this wouldn't be like what puts it over the top if she's not letting him in. So well, this makes more sense to me now, and I couldn't figure out why because there were also a few stories that came up yesterday that she was sitting with the brother to make up for something, and was this what to make at, it, and, in the uh, sitting with him at the Super Bowl as opposed to her new BFF, Taylor Swift. By the way, if Travis Kelsey doesn't have a problem with Jackson being around his ex, why would Taylor and Brittany care? I don't know. I'm just wondering why they let a horse into the club. <laughs> yeah, uh, today is a National Poop Day. What? Okay. Yes, it, is actually, it actually has a designation. You can Google it. Stop! Uh, it is. Uh, it's always the day after the Super Bowl, oh. because it is the second oh. busiest day for municipal sewer systems. Oh, got it. Behind the day after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Correct. Oh. So uh, they they like they do for when there's a day. Yeah, we have do. Some, yes. Uh, <laughs> they did some surveys on on doo doo. About half. Uh, I don't see. They don't define this right for me. They they uh, they say about half of Americans will only do do with other people around quote if it's an emergency end quote. What does that mean with other people around? Yeah, are they watching? Well, yeah, why in would they same room? I, right, just what's wrong with the, because what does that mean? Oh. You can't go into a room and close the door? Maybe a um, uh, public restroom. I used to be that person. I would oh, okay. not. I would not go. Like, right, like if I'm shopping and I had to go, I would just be like, "Oh God, I gotta get home." Okay. I wouldn't do it there. See, if, okay, I, I don't care. Now. I would like them to phrase it better. Yeah. Then if 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 other people are around, then yeah. I would understand. See it. how I'm interpreting it is like if other people are around. Say you go to like a Super Bowl party and you all of a sudden have to go number two and you go to the bathroom and you're in there for a long time. People okay. are knocking on the door, going, "What's up?" 
then they're afraid because people know that you're going in there making okay. nasty. Okay, and some people don't want to leave the stink. Okay. Well, and I know uh, with a lot of girls, you know, in the beginning, you never want to go with a guy that even in the house. With the guy that you're dating, you don't even want them to think you do that. They want to step further. Do that. They want to step further. Two thirds, <laughs> two thirds of Americans admit to holding off going doo doo around a significant other. So just oh, if they're, no. they're, they're even I mean, around in the same room with the door open, because I, I'm the same way. I would rather not have the door open. Right. But is there in the other room and the door's closed? Even I'm the way I'm taking it is, is even there. It, it, because my oh. wife jokes. My wife makes the joke that Don just did. Uh, I forget what it was. Oh, you're leaving soon? Good, because, you know, I have to go, and we have a code word uh, for what that is, <laughs> tied to a restaurant that used to always give us a bad uh, diarrhea, so that's what we're talking <laughs> which is why I don't say it on the air. Oh, um, but uh, she goes, that's oh, because I've got to do blah, blah, and yeah. you know I don't really do that. Yeah. So that's, funny. That's, that's why I'm taking the poll. I don't know. Yeah. That's what it says. Yeah, huh. and I don't, I don't mind if the door is open in the bathroom. But if we're going to talk, I don't want my husband standing right there. At least go around the corner, yeah, around the yeah. wall. You're very worried about that. <laughs> See, no me and my you. house spouse, we talk all the time. Both of us will sit on the pots and we'll have conversations. We don't care. Yeah. No, I no. mean, there's, there's bathroom people and there's non-bathroom yeah. people, and I'm the latter. I don't need that in my life. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to be around it. I don't need her around it. It's just I you don't just, get curious and take a sniff. No, oh, that's God, disgusting. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, I want none of no. that. I have very I, few limits, I, but that is one for yeah, sure. I don't mind the conversation, but again, I don't want him standing there looking at me. And it's certainly when it comes time to wipe, I'm like, uh, okay, you need to like for sure move it along. Uh, <laughs> I can just picture <laughs> your husband, Don. Standing there in the doorway, staring you right in the eyes and eating oatmeal. Yeah, slowly. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, just to prove how insane people are, forty-six percent of Americans avoid dairy products around their significant other just to minimize the chances of needing to go doo doo. Half of this country is thinking that hard oh, about no. this. I mean, oh. it's very important to go. Everybody does it. Exactly. Yeah. There's a book on it. Uh, speaking of wiping, 44% of people fold the toilet paper into squares, 22% wad it up into the bowl. Yeah. yeah. Water. water. I, I've no, I used to think I was a water. I've started paying more attention now that we do these surveys. Mm. I'm a folder. I'm a folder. Always been a folder. Oh, I want it folded. i got to have it perfect. Yeah. See, if i got to get the side of the cheeks, it's a fold. <laughs> but if it's not, if you want to go in for a deep one, it's a wad. <laughs> okay. It's, it's just always a fold for me. It checks out. Uh, let's... Uh, <laughs> Let's win Rob's change. Uh, we've had three guesses. Uh, you're, you've gotten all the clues you're going to get. I have no more clues to give you. Uh, so figure it out or don't. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Welcome to 2024. It's a presidential election year. So, good Lord, we're all doomed. Let's just get back to Rad Radio. A couple emails, rad at radradio.com. First one's got no name on it. Hey, person. Um, and I don't know what they're talking about, so maybe somebody will remember and they can email in and you can help out a fellow maggot here. Uh, he says, great and powerful, Rob, I have a super random question. Can you remind me of a cologne you recommend i've been using the eros flame which is one that's been coming up most recently that's the uh, the red bottle of uh it's a versace cologne uh there's eros which is in the blue bottle but you want the red one called flame is so that what you're wearing today uh no oh what you're wearing today smells really good too and i don't remember you don't know you mm -hmm. have so many and that's the problem it says i've been using the eros flame since you recommend that 
However, I do like to switch it up every now and then. There was a there was something like a wanted or something of the sort. Could you refresh my memory? I I, I that doesn't ring any bells. Uh, no joke. I think I have two dozen different brands of cologne. I, I just I don't know. I'll look through. I'll I'll see maybe. A quick Google search brought up a, a Zaro wanted. Does that sound that familiar? sounds more familiar? I yeah. think I do. But I think I do wear a Zaro wanted. Uh, yeah, I, I'd go with that. <laughs> so when they're, I, I don't Thank know. You. If this, yeah. I don't know if this is what it is, but they're like sitting on a shelf, like all twelve, you think, or more? Two dozen. Two, That's two twenty-four. Oh my lord! You said two dozen. At okay. Yes. So, are do you just grab one and don't even look at it and spray because you know they all smell good, or do you actually look for like, oh, I feel like this? Today. No, there's there are some where I know, okay, this is more of a fresh, clean scent. This is more of a musky scent. Yeah. Otherwise, then I just grab. If yeah. I don't have a, have a and I, it's not based on anything other than opinion. And I know there's like three that my wife love. Oh. So I, if I'm going out with her or we're going somewhere together, I'll always grab those top yeah. three right now. And they rotate. She she, oh. she likes them and then she doesn't. Oh, I was gonna say you could get the little charms with the letter C and put it on those the top of those ones so you always know. Aww. But if she but if she changes them out, you know God, you have to move them around. So girly. I, yeah, no, thank you. The one I'm wearing today is on. Is she always confident? Oh, I love that cologne. It's like I'm like it's the same one. Everybody's wearing it around you, but I don't remember which one it is. I just yeah, know the bottle. Great. Uh, by the way, we get uh, about 30 minutes till the Mix Pick Sports Show uh, at uh, 10 a.m. on Rad TV and members.radradio.com. Uh, also on the Rad Radio app and in Sacramento on 104.7 FM and 8.90 AM. And Dawn's husband, Gary, is going to be Yay, joining uh, Steve Mickelson and I. It's going to be all Super Bowl. Uh, and Steve, man, Steve actually admitted to being emotional over being so angry at uh, 49ers coach Kyle Shanahan for the story that broke after the game where the Niners are saying, yeah, we never talked about the overtime rules and we don't know what the strategy was and why we why we took the ball. So we'll see if he's calmed down or if he's Awful. amped back up or whatever. Uh, but speaking of, I, I, I did just announce also in the previous segment that today is actually called National Poop Day. <laughs> you know, it's like National Salsa Day, National Pizza Day was Friday, but the Monday after the Super Bowl is called National Poop Day. It's the second busiest day for American sewer systems as we all recover from our, our Super Bowl diets and stuff. Evan had this. I, I This is exactly what I thought, too, during the game. He said, speaking of National Poop Day, George Kittle, tight end for the uh, 49ers, ran off in overtime with a quote-unquote shoulder injury and then came back three minutes later. And he was 100% back in the game. And he says, why wouldn't he go in the blue tent? Right. The blue tent is where you go if you have quick injuries. Mm. Oh, dude had the doo-doo. Yeah. He had, he oh. had a – that is exactly what I thought. <laughs> Bathroom emergency. The best things in life on A shoulder free. injury in three minutes. We're going to help you pay some bills and fees. With my Your best guess and estimate the calculation in rough star of change with rough change. What I want with rough change. What I want with rough change. I really don't have another explanation because, first of all, you're so injured you have to run off the field. And he was literally back in, in like three minutes. And he's at 100%, and it's a shoulder injury. I, I You don't – and, and it, there's no other reason. What terrible timing to have to go. Overtime, I right? Mean, honestly. All right, let's win Rob's change. Uh, <laughs> see if we get any details on that. Uh, Richard, good morning. Morning, Red. Hey, you, morning. You know today's media will eventually ask him. If they do like a press conference today, a post-day, a post somebody will ask him, Hey, George. Did you have to go doo-doo? Is that why you ran off field? I mean, their pants were white, right? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Look at the mm, back. Yeah. Mm. 
When he came back out, did he have his towel hanging down <laughs> to cover the back? You know, right. there was no time to wipe. Uh, Richard, uh, we've had three guesses. Oh. Give us the right amount of money and win it. What's your guess? $87.13. All right, now see, at least that's a legitimate guess. Yeah. $87.13. If you heard the clue Friday. That is good. All right? That, that to me seems like the obvious. You Except lose. for one thing. Oh, man. Except for one thing. You have to combine the clue on Friday with the picture of the bucket and maybe the number of people that are involved in the clue that I gave you on Friday and put them all together with what this guy's doing and you'll be closer to getting the That's right, a correct answer. long clue to write everything you just said. You know... <laughs> You have to go back and listen. Yeah, go back, have it to have it transcribed for yourself by your kid or whatever. Oh, uh, we'll play Win Rob's Change again tomorrow morning at six thirty. So, um, I when we went over the Super Bowl commercials, I did not allude to the best source for uh, what America thought of the uh, of the commercials because they were taking their time getting everything posted. So I used five different surveys of Americans, and none of them matched up. Uh, some of them had uh, uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger State Farm commercial as the best. Some of them had it voted the worst. Uh, Uber Eats, same thing uh, with Jennifer Aniston and forgetting thing. It was all over the place. The the place the, the legitimate source is usually the USA Today ad meter. They have been getting worse and worse. I'm assuming it's because they're hiring millennials and Gen Zers gotta be about it. posting things. Yeah. They don't have any comedy chops. On uh, Super Bowl Monday. <laughs> oh, it's not comedy. It's timing. Yeah, comedy for us, I guess. I don't know. Because they, they used to have this posted at 5 a.m. our time. And it's gotten into the middle of the show now. Before, oh, I like your joke better. Before they post these things. They're just rolling in. Yeah. <laughs> Hungover millennial, for sure. Yeah. But hey, you, you got oh, here. Man. Yeah, well, you're not, a good millennial. I you am are. a good. I, I am a, what do you call that? An outlier. Yes, yes. You, Brandon, my wife, end of list. <laughs> no, I, I kid, I kid. If you Come on, if you don't listen enough. Uh, so, oh, man. here are the official results from the Super Bowl uh, ad meter, according to the USA Today. And this is where come they get on. like a thousand people, and they're actually in real time, they're giving you their votes. And, I want to be asked. Well, take uh, pull a uh, Kyle, get online, and contact the USA Today like oh, he contacts Wendy's and Taco Bell. They and, don't reply back. Yeah, they, yeah. I know, I know. What? <laughs> In fifth place uh, was the uh, uh, Direct TV. No, not Direct TV. The uh, the flying football players. Oh, yes. the NFL ticket. Thank yes. you. That's Jesus. the best. Fifth place. I said. Thank you for That's listening. That's the best. I, I loved it, so I yeah. would have voted for it. Yeah, I liked it. Absolutely. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, fourth uh, was Uber Eats. Third, we didn't even talk about the Kia commercial. Mm. I don't even remember the Kia. Did I even make what, notes Kia? about Kia? Oh, wasn't that the Christopher Walken one? Was that for Kia? No, no that was BMW. Yeah, oh, it was. Yeah. You're right. Mm, I don't remember that. I the... do not have Kia on here. Mm. There, let me check my but, notes. Because uh, I had my faves and I had my sub faves, and they're not even in the sub faves. Second favorite uh, was the one that I had recused myself from, the Duncan commercial. Yeah, that was the best. With uh, my list of hated people, Ooh. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. Oof. Um, yes. Do you want to watch or see or hear the uh, Kia commercial? Yeah, sure. I mean, let's see if we can be reminded why it would be the third best commercial Give from me yesterday. Because the other four, I mean, I understand the other four at least, whether I agree or not. It's like a touchy-feely one, it looks like. Oh. oh. Such a nice, the girls such a dancing or skating? Sk ice skating. Oh, watch this myself. one. It was touchy-feely for sure. 
That's why I don't like she it. She was looking in the stands, and apparently there's someone there she would have liked to be there. Maybe mom. And that's where they're driving out to. That's what led me to believe. Oh, no, grandpa. It's a grandpa. Yeah. Okay, got it. And the, and the Kia got him out there. Yeah. Kill that. Brandon. Oh, but it's electric oh, though. It's ele- yes. Yeah. And it's able to turn on the lights on the ice skating rink. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I would have stopped watching the minute I saw, yeah, I, oh, it's a sentimental commercial. Yeah. I don't need that crap. I thought it was sweet, but I just, yeah. I usually I usually include the ones that, oh, no, I shouldn't say that, because the Budweiser one with the Clydesdales and the dog, that was so sweet, too. And that one's I better? Love, I love that one. Yeah, that one love, would have been love. better than this, and so would the Google Pixel you, thing you know what? Listen, to help people with vision oh, impairment. I like that. Yeah, that was a lot yeah. better uh, touchy-feely than that Kia commercial. I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what, I know exactly what it is with Kia. Listen, I have PTSD from these dumb electric cars and the minute i saw that car light up and they were promoting electric vehicles i was like i'm out i know but that none of, that's that's why you didn't like it yeah, how yeah. did how did it come in third in this because the other ones make sense i don't I mean, know how i missed it oh, maybe God. you did like i did maybe you just tuned out yeah. because you're like oh this is boring maybe, as hell. maybe bong grips were more important that, that that probably is the the leader so fifth best commercial uh the nfl commercial with the players flying around fourth uber eats third kia Second, Duncan with J-Lo. Hell and yeah. the best, according to the USA Today ad meter, was... Uh, come on, Arnold. Callison. Like a good neighbor. Yeah. Stay yeah. Yeah. Rob, anybody. anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. If your New Year's resolution was to stop making poor life choices, what are you doing listening to this show? Welcome back to Rad Radio. A couple more emails, R-A-D at radradio.com. This one's from Whitney. Hey, Whitney. Man, a lot of people in our audience like this commercial. She says, my favorite commercial was from Paramount Plus with Sir Patrick Stewart. Did any of you see it? How could you not? I, 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 I don't know. Again, that part of that is the internet thing for me. I've seen this commercial a thousand times in the last week. It's fine. It is fine. And no, it's not because Creed is singing in it that it doesn't do it for me. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just a lot of the characters I don't recognize that are in it. And, and a lot I do. I just, whatever. I didn't, I don't know. I don't know why I grabbed so many people. Hmm. I don't know this one either. And this, again, the internet thing, what I mean is that you see all these commercials a week or more before. And Brandon and I watch them so that we can get prepped for this show. And, and so a lot of the commercials when they're playing yesterday, if I if I if it didn't grab me when I saw it on online, I, I just I leave the room or I do something else. I don't remember this one. Uh, Justin says, what car company had the mom outside of the car telling her son to change the headlight design? Oh, yeah, that was terrible. Says that commercial was boring, in yeah, my opinion. Oh, it was I awful. Don't I don't remember yeah. who the car was. but What was the premise of the it? The premise was you, apparently you can change the design of your headlights. Oh. And so she, the kids in the car. In this car, like in real life, you can do this? In real life, yeah, it's a feature. So he's that? sitting That's in the dangerous. car. I know. What? And she's, she's outside in front of the car and telling him, okay, no, three or four, whatever she's saying. So he would stop it at one. Oh no no, okay do that one. I mean I, I'm not doing it any justice. Which and who cares? That's why you're gonna commercial. choose to buy a car is because you can change out your headlights. I don't know or why the, they. I the design know. or what? They're dumb. Wow. I, yeah, yeah. I, I missed that one entirely. I, because I, and this was in the daytime too. But because you know a lot of times a lot of places now make you keep your headlights on during the day. Mm-hmm. So if it's um, raining. But it wasn't even a no. There are some places where it's like you have to have your headlights on. At all times, whether it's raining or not, um, there are some roads. It's weird. I don't know, but um, I'm trying to find it. Anyway, yeah, 
And I, I mean, I think they tried to say some like, oh, like the kid was, um, are we done yet? And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Do you have to get to your job? So maybe people thought the banter between them was funny. I don't know. Well, he thought it was boring. But uh, yeah, nobody oh, okay. nobody yes. mentioned it. So. It was boring. <laughs> Um, Amy wrote in, totally changing subject, said, I just had a quick question about the products from the happiest hour. I am 35 years old. I just found out I'm six weeks pregnant. I have a really hard time already with anxiety and sleeping, but I don't want to continue taking my normal prescriptions. Are the happiest hour shots safe for pregnancy? We've had this uh, question in the past, Amy. Obviously, we and uh, Damon Industries, who uh, make the happiest hour two-ounce liquid shots, always suggest that you talk to your your doctor, your gyno, your obsta, whatever they are. Um <laughs> But yeah, we have uh, we have no reason to believe that that they are not completely safe based on everything we know because they're made with all natural terpenes, which are just extracts from various types of plants. Um, and yes, there is there's a shot for calm uh, to keep you calm for anxiety. There's the mend shot. Uh, probably gonna need that during your pregnancy. You're gonna get sore, crampy, things like that. Mm. Um, there's the wake shot, which gives you the all natural energy boost and clears your mind. I just took one as I get ready for the sports show. Intensify, intensifies whatever you're doing, whether it be partaking, having sex. Probably don't want to take that right before you give birth. It'll just intensify the pain. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the sleep shot is coming. Uh, we will get that back, but they're, they are available. And you, you could go, you can go to radradio.com and go to the stupid store. Superstore. And when you click on the happiest hour box, I, I think you can, you can see the various ingredients just by going to the website. Uh, radrio.com go to the stupid store and you Superstore. could just you could just go see or email or whatever however you communicate with your doctor and see what they say yeah uh, but as far congrats. as we know we've been why why she's pregnant oh Yo, yeah 35 this is this we're swinging Stop a miss it. oh my god uh eric says it was the audi commercial uh somebody else says uh, that headlight customization commercial has been airing for weeks that wasn't a new one for the super bowl but yes it is stupid I've never seen it, mm. and I didn't need to ever see Josh it. Josh says that headlight commercial came out months ago. It's lame. I think it was Audi. I just, I'm just i trying to figure out why people are buying a car based on the headlights. I gotta, yeah, why did they highlight that? They the, must, a different design of your, of your headlights? I uh, didn't realize that mattered. It is uh, Butt Monday, and boy, <laughs> is it. Uh, we have the Butt Monday tease as well at radradio.com in the stupid store. Superstore! Tees, sweatshirts, hoodies, mugs. You can either have dog butts or human butts on there. Uh, you can get those from the uh, stupid store. And, Superstore! Uh, as proof of it being the ultimate Butt Monday, Super Bowl uh. Monday will cost uh, American corporations $6 billion in um, productivity. Oopsie doopsie. Uh, about 16 to 18 million people are expected to call in with the Super Bowl flu today. Oh, yeah, I feel like I'm getting a cold. In fact, uh, Don's husband did that preemptively. That's why he's going to join us uh, on the Mixed Big Sports Show in about five minutes. Um, and, uh, um, and the $6 billion in productivity lost is for people that, that either they, they make their company shorthanded or they show up and they're not working because they're tired, they're hungover food hangover or liquor hangover, whatever it is. And that is proven out uh, because uh, we do Rad TV at members.radradio.com. And if you watch live uh, during the commercial breaks, you get a question of the day and then you email in your answers. And uh, we usually get we, we, between a dozen and many dozen, and I pick the best ones. A lot of times the, we just get crappy answers. Aww. Sometimes it's a crappy question. Yeah, sometimes oh, we find, oh. like, like it, we've learned that if, if we ask, like, motivational or happy things, we get really terrible answers Aww. because – Nobody wants to hear me at the end of the show read a bunch of sappy emails. I love it. Yeah, it's terrible entertainment, oh, and it's an awful way to end the show, so we don't do those anymore, <laughs> or we try not to. 
Um, what was today's question, Brandon? What was the best and worst moments from the Super Bowl? We got one email <laughs> on that. We got oh. hundreds about the game and the and and the the commercials. Oh, that, no. But this is what I. This is the ultimate <laughs> butt Monday. Yeah. That's a perfectly valid That's question. Yeah. But people are like, no, uh, oh, I don't want to. Get back to that later. I'll email <laughs> you later. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Oh, wait, a second one just came in, but I don't know if it's any good. All right. Uh, Anthony says, as a Niner fan, of course, the worst part of the Super Bowl was losing the game in the last few seconds. The best part of the Super Bowl was all the food we had. I made tried yeah. tips, smoked pork butt for pulled pork sandwiches. Oh, we did the same thing! Ooh. Friends brought over chicken wings, pizza, nachos, and cheesecake. Everything was delicious, and I got leftover for days. <laughs> oh. You know what else I made, which is so weird? I don't know what's happening to me. I really wanted, I sauteed some broccoli with red onion to go with my pulled pork. Huh. I really wanted. I know. I, who eats broccoli on Super Bowl Sunday? I was thinking about well, that's it. That's what I, I really wanted. What a weird. Yeah, weird. I mean, it sounds good, but what oh. a weird Super Bowl combination. I know. I had Spawnacopita. <laughs> uh, Richard says my favorite part of the Super Bowl was spending the day with my wife and son and best friend. And see, see, terrible. That's so this is a sweet. terrible email. I love. I wish that. I could have pre-read this. I hope. I hope the next sentence saves it because that's like <laughs> that's like boring. <laughs> The worst was the halftime show, complete crap. Yes. Uh, sorry about the loss, Rob. Bad coaching. It was it was worse than bad. We're going to discuss that here in about five minutes. Says, I'm a Raiders fan and feel your pain. Raiders. No, you don't. You haven't been to a Super Bowl since you oh. won that one back in the beginning of the century. You just sucked lately, sir. This is what the Niners do. They, they tease you. Now, this is the new, the new Niners. The Niners of the 20th century, they finish the job. The Niners of the 21st century, they make you think they're really good. And then they kick you right in the groin so at the worst Aww. possible moment. But I'm fine. Everything's fine. It's cool. Uh, the uh, Mixed Picks Sports Show will start in mere moments. The rest of you will see you tomorrow. Okay, that does it. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Talking poo is where I draw the line. Go on and go home, you fat chicken. Bye, diddly eye. So long. God bless you. Goodbye. Bye-bye, Homer. Take care. Adios. So long. Very well. Dar. Bon voyage. Toodle-oo. Uh, so long. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Sayonara, dude. So long. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye. Ha-ha. So long, stink town. Well, goodbye. Don't think it hasn't been a little slice of heaven, because it hasn't. God bless the United States. Rob, anybody, anybody. and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, anybody. and Dawn Show.